You are listening to Thursday Nights, Episode 41. touching the sphere, a doorway instantly appeared lined with white light. Despite not being discovered or used for thousands of years, it appears to be in perfect working order. And inside, you find the sphere to be mostly hollow. The mesh platform you stand on extends into the core of the structure, ending at a medium-sized pedestal which extends clear to the bottom of the sphere. The inner walls are lined with an odd hexagonal pattern carved into smooth white metal. There is light everywhere, but no clear source beyond the structure itself. says hello. Then when hears an echo move throughout the sphere and just bounce off as you can tell it's just with perfect symmetry as the uh, as the sound reflects and back into Who can it. tell it's perfect symmetry? Is it a perfect sphere? Sure seems to be. Is RA4 still with us? RA4 is trucking along behind you. What's oh. RA4 doing? He's just he's just with you, you told him to follow, so He's being a robot, though. Right, Frank kind of wishes he had a familiar feet so that he can make RA40. Looking back, you see the walkway that extends from where you came just moves out into the blackness surrounded by these nebula and planets and everything you just see kind of floating out in the distance. And you see the huge bright portal still, you know, glowing with its um, bright purple light. Had exploded yet? Uh, that's right. Frida is standing there tears streaming down her face as she's just looking into the sphere has not moved an inch since uh, so, Rand has touched the wall of the sphere. So Ren leans over oh, to Freda, Freda Dang it. Nice. and says yes. so what now? She uh, says how do we work this thing? She says I don't know and she Starts to take a step forward and then just kind of stops as if she says, I don't, I don't know. Come on, Frida. This is what you're here for. Ren really wants to say, well, chop, chop, but he resists the urge. Keeps it to himself. We're trying to yeah, be says, encouraging. R.A.4, have you been here before? R.A.4 answers no. By shaking his head. You know how this thing works? He shakes his head no. What then do he you continues know? down the path. He's trying to go to the other side of the sphere. Alright, doesn't go to the other side of the sphere, oh. stops at oh, the center the of the sphere. Okay, well he'll go to the center then. Oh, All so right. it's just a walkway leading to a pedestal, but the rest of it's just dropped off? Yeah. Oh. Gather around. Gather around, gather around. Okay. Walks in this thing. Yeah, the fact Get your that marching say, order. Organize your minis. Oh, in fact, put it on the, the, the fact that it's a perfect sphere is actually disturbing your aura. That's uh, not easy to do, and she's never seen anything quite this uh, exclusive. Nice I saw it before, but now, of course. Um, so, are we all coming? Yes. 
The prince stands back at the also uh, stands back, right? entrance to the sphere. Yeah, I guess this is kind of his life family goal thing. There's a marching order? How about that marching order? Mm-hmm. So Aurora in front? Mm-hmm. Well, you know. The prince is... Might How wide just walk away? And let one of these... Uh, was to discover it. Was to find the planet observatory. Yep. He yeah. might not have much interest in... No, if it could help Olgarth out, I mean, well, well, he's he's basically gotten validation for his ancestor. Everybody thought was crazy. That's true. We didn't I, think he was crazy. Yeah, that was his sort of thinking. Was not necessarily that it would be useful, but to the validation yeah. that it exists and that the saying? quest was not a fool's errand. No, that's what you've you've learned from him. He's spoken to you. That's yeah, that's what he was saying. Um, crazy getting Matronicus. Not so crazy anymore. Stone edition. He says, it looks a little crowded in there, and he just, um, sheathing his swords, he says, I'll watch the portal. And just start, he doesn't walk all the way back, but he just kind of stands a little bit back. And he just sits down on the, uh, on the walkway, watching. And it says, if we live through this, you can tell your ancestors they can rescue you. If we live through this. That's always a key feature of anything we do. Damon starts yeah. looking for buttons. As Damon gets to the very end of, or, or no, it's Aurora's marching first, right? Oh um, yeah. no, she she wants to hang back and let some magic. Fine, Damon go said he was going to go. He'll go. So. Damon is walking first, Aurora's and right is after. immediately upon entering the focal point of the pedestal, you see a bright blue light begins to pour over Damon, arcing in translucent ribbons around his or her body. The ribbons of light pulsate with arcane energy twisting and wrapping around the forearms as small pulses of white uh, white light shoot down them and into your and into Damon's body. The structure appears to be attempting to connect your mind in some way as he feels this uh, presence and energy pressing in. Damon is uh, is unnerved by the sensation. Um, it's not paralyzed. It could move back. Right. Um, but sensing no, or not feeling any pain, or, you know, anything uncomfortable about it, decides to, uh, let the effect persist. Exploring. As Dalman stands there, so he's not, is he, he's not really resisting. No, he's kind of like doing like a little bit of a weirdness dance. Dalman, are you okay? Yeah, Yeah, he's like it. What's going on? So so far. Dalman. Allowing the arcane energy to enter your mind, you are startled by the sudden appearance of thousands of images projected from every hexagonal plane on the wall. Each shows a variety of star clusters, landscapes, and planets. Some appear habitable, while others appear to be nothing more than hostile wastelands. A sweep of the arm causes the arcane bands of light to pulse, and the images are replaced with new ones. You now notice that the bands of light follow tiny filaments of thread, the width of spider silk. At the elbow, it coils deeply, but not painfully, into your skin. These cables appear to be forged from some odd blend of pure arcane energy and matter. Damn, it's kind of like... Can uh, we all see this too, by the way? Yes. yes. Okay. It's, uh, uh, yeah, so he's kind of like... Awesome. You know, gives that... Whoa. It's, his face kind of like just goes blank and he just starts looking around. I guess you said he was waving his arm, so he's kind of like waving his arm at different things. And and it's changing the, what's on the... Yeah. Uh, and then, inevitably, he starts to play with it a little bit. And goes, that. 
poking things. Damon starts poking around, seeing if he can't find some, um, you know, some actual re predictable response to the way he's moving. And as everyone is witnessing this marvel of whatever it is, what's going through each of your characters' minds? Let's end with Damon. And start with Lincoln, Ren. <clears throat> Ren is pretty stoked about it because, to be honest, he wasn't really keen on going to the Planar Observatory. He kind of wanted to go the other way. And <clears throat> in the past, he's kind of gotten his decision got steamrolled, or he got talked out of, or, you know, shown that like there everything. may have been other better avenues. So this whole trip he was just kind of like, eh, alright. But standing in here right now, he's like, he fully admits that this is pretty cool. And uh, he just looks around, and he's actually kind of jealous that Daemon stepped into the little thing first, and that Daemon is kind of controlling it, because he would have loved to be doing it. And now standing in here, he's kind of glad they came here, instead of going somewhere else. And turn. <laughs> um, Aurora's kind of struggling to really comprehend what's happening here. She's never seen anything like this before. The engineering's totally bizarre. And even more than the, the magical connection that Naomi seems to have, she's still bugging out that this thing is a perfect sphere. <laughs> I mean, it's like... It's a perfect sphere. She can tell. I mean, she, she can tell. She, she's got that kind of, like, engineering mind... And, you know, she's like, this is more than than just an observatory in, in the sense of the word. Like, you're thinking, like, somewhere with a telescope and you can look at them and there maybe it was a chart. This is way beyond, like, anything that she was comprehending. At the same time, there's something kind of niggling back in her mind that, that, there, that we are on a time schedule. And so she's kind of, a, you know, not saying anything, but it's just kind of, like, hoping that this is going to, like, solve the problem, because if it doesn't, Rat's on his way, or Rat's forces are on his way, and don't, don't want that showing up, because this, this place is really pretty, and she would feel real bad if, if, uh, something were to happen to him. shower. And that's the feeling. Hugh is, uh, just, I mean, amazed at the the beauty of this place, uh, the the vista walking in of just—it's like I don't know, being out in the mountains on a really clear night and seeing all the stars and everything, but even more so, just being able to see everything. And it's—he's glad he came here. It's a beautiful sight. Um, saying that though, he is very conscious of a rat's forces pressing down on them, and knowing that they are basically stuck in a hole with not a lot of ways out and someone coming in after them into this hole. And he's not sure how they're going to get out yet. And so that's... He's he's definitely got his back up to a wall. So he's nervous and he's looking around at this, but he's like, okay. Yeah. The store's closing soon. So at the same time, we've got out of so many ridiculous things. So it's kind of... You've got your... your will this your be dad. the one that... I started to be a believer. Well, well, it's... Complacent. A believer. I haven't died yet. I have faith. We can handle the challenge. Uh, you never know. These guys that are... I mean, if these are the same ones we fought at Olgarth, they were pretty tough. The best. They were pretty tough. Um, so he's got that in his mind. And 
Uh, he's wondering if... I don't know. He's wondering if he can sit back and just wa- let the magic users watch this one, because it's far more complex than anything yeah. he's ever seen, or if they're going to say, alright, this is some sort of weird device thing, and they're going to want him to try and see if he can half-ass it through something like he'd been doing through all the other places, through this place, because apparently this place isn't quite normal. He's hoping he doesn't have to, so he can just sort of catch his breath. <laughs> but, yeah. Brandis. Brandis definitely takes a, a similar approach to Hugh of uh, enjoying the beauty of a place just from an aesthetic, kind of like, this is amazing, and really appreciates the, uh, it's not an illusion kind of thing, like where it's not, I mean, that's the thing, we live in a, like a high magic world, so it's kind of like, if you want to see a crazy laser light show, it may just be like, there you go, fog effects and everything, <laughs> but like, in a place like this, like we're actually looking at, you know, like you said, like the perfect sphere kind of thing, it's, not, it's, it's a physical, you know, created object kind of thing. And then Brandis enjoys that, and he, he, uh, he, maybe he stays on the more positive side of it, and doesn't take it so much as a, a Wrath's guys are chasing us, but, like, a Wrath's guys are here, but until they get here, Brandis feels so safe. You know what I mean? Like, it's a cozy place. We, we killed the, we killed the, uh, the golems. There aren't, like, I mean, there are traps in this place, but it's, like, that you can, you can wrap your head around that. We got crazy, like, cultist worshippers of Arath coming after us that have been, like, mind-controlled and, like, have crazy powers when they used to be normal people. That's something that's, like, dangerous and, and freaks you out. But, like, down here, it's like, we fought some, like, robots and some, like, traps. It's like, you know, when the, when all that stuff is gone, even while it's there, it's a little bit calming because it's like, ah, oh, I know how to kill a robot. I know how to kill a robot. You hit it. It's like... Arath is, is, is bad news, but he's definitely enjoying it down here, and he thinks of all the places, you know, the you know, depths of the hells, and, like, and like hey, you know, he spends some time in, like, the Astral Sea, and just, like, wander around, and, like, it's very much that, like... That's right, something, I forgot he did that. You know, like, and it's, it's kind of like when he was there, where it was like, I don't know how to get out of here, but I'm just gonna... Enjoy the just ride. gonna hold my tongue and just enjoy the ride, and it's like, you know, I don't know how we're gonna get out of here, we have no idea how this thing works, or what it does, but, uh, he's just kind of enjoy the ride because he's he's so confident in his, in his like ability it's, it's a little bit of like what you're saying like oh we got that out of such crazy things it's like that but to a fault definitely to a fault yeah. like where he's like you know how could this not work out for us the, things are going great so exactly Damon uh, Damon is sitting in the middle of this all and is experiencing something of a sensory overload you know it's just like He's connected to all this kind of light and sound and structure, and for him, I guess it's more of it's a more of a revealing experience on maybe what these high magic users deal with on a regular day to day basis. You know, for people who were around back in you know Damon's original days in the campaign, he was near paranoid of, of magic arts and really was not didn't want to be around or influenced by, by magic effects and didn't trust them and kind of moved into a place where he had some powers of his own by no means kind of like arcane or magical and definitely with a certain limit but like something that really allowed him to kind of reach out beyond himself and have an impact but this is beyond anything that he's experienced with his own right and has just kind of like moves his hand and kind of just plays with kind of just the, the movements that's the thing too it's a very kind of physically interactive device from what he's seen so far and he lives in the world of like of you know biomechanics and kind of like in, in physique and so to have like 
they respond to those movements on such kind of like an extreme and, and visual way is just, you know, it's very kind of awe-inspiring for him. And he maybe thinks a little bit on, you know, Arath's dedication in the past to, to achieving and seeking out this level of power. And maybe gets like the slightest, the slightest bit of insight into kind of maybe the type of person that he or Frida or even Ren, uh, Ren Arth, kind of being someone who really just was closed off to that world for so long. So that's what he gets. Frida, as you guys are looking around, you see that she has finally stepped foot more in inside the sphere. Slowly stepping, I mean, you can tell she was walking on tiptoes. She barely, she seems so worried about disturbing this place that, you know, she's just trying to, to not do anything. She doesn't even have her orb out or her drawing. She's just watching wide-eyed at everything, and you see her just kind of looking around much slower than you, you might normally expect her to kind of dart around taking everything in, but she almost seems just paralyzed as she steps forward coming to the side of um, whoever's in the back there. Brandis. Uh, Brandis. And she just sort of whispers under her breath, she says, have you ever seen anything like it? Brandis. And Brandis doesn't reply. Oh, she's, right. she's right. She's right. Brandis is also she's, lost. Well, right. she's whispering under her breath. Is she like, hey, Brandis, have you ever seen anything like it? Well, she just, she kind of sidled up next to Brandis okay, and just is talking, not really to anyone I, in particular. I thought, I thought she was just like, even unaware of her trying to... There was a conscious Brandis, sidle. Brandis, um, Brandis does not respond audibly, but just kind of nods his head in agreement of, like, of how amazing it is. <laughs> You're harshing my voice. I'm trying to have a moment. Hershey, my bliss. Um, yeah, he, uh, Francis, but he appreciates that, uh, that he appreciates that she appreciates the magnitude of the situation, even though it's more of a discovery standpoint from his, just kind of like, this is nuts. Daryl, after playing with it for a minute or so, um, I mean, finds that that's all he's really doing. <laughs> he's just playing with it and kind of like, like moving, kind of moving, just uh, he's randomly almost navigating through these charts and, and images and pictures and observations, I guess. And uh, after a time, he says, kind of like for his brow, he says, "This is this is incredible. It's intoxicating, but I just don't think I'm getting anywhere." It kind of says it kind of like, soft, kind of. Spacey tone, like... He's starting to figure out some very basics of things, but yeah. just kind of what actually he's doing But is, he doesn't know where he's yeah. going. Like, he's, he's navigating between layers, but, like, layers are just going to more layers, or, or, or in reverse. And, like, it's like he'll go to... He'll see something, and then he won't go back to it. It's just... It's like an unending stream of new things. So, kind of, like, after a time, whatever's drawn to look towards Ren, or... Or, uh... Or Frida or as well, who, uh, or Hugh, who figures these things out. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, I, I, if Hugh is kind of based on what Hugh says, maybe he's not giving that vibe or that look. So Damon would tend to draw towards others. No right. offense to Hugh, who has done a great amount of figuring out. Well, he's hoping that someone else will figure it out, so he doesn't have to. Right. So Damon no catching that and maybe going towards Ren or, or Frida. Yeah. Ren, Ren turns around and looks at Frida and says, "Well." You gonna go first, or am I gonna go? She says, "I, I'm not." And with that, Ren says, "Okay," and 
and makes his way over to swap places with Damon. Damon slowly kind of like walks off the pedestal. As he does so, he feels the the tendrils kind of moving into his body withdraw completely painlessly as the images fade from the from all the hexagons and as he from all the plates of metal as he steps back and feels the presence of this uh, structure leave his mind. And as Ren steps forward onto it, enjoy the ride. You see the same sort of effect move into him as now Ren feels the presence move over his body. Are they the same images? Uh, I mean, there are hundreds, maybe even thousands of, uh, of them. Hard to tell at a glance, but it's the same sort of stuff. So after watching Daewoman kind of mess around with it, Ren kind of starts doing the same thing and kind of from, because he'd been observing, Daewoman kind of quickly picked it up and figured out what Daewoman was doing. And let's see, let's roll an arcana check to see if I can get any farther with it. So, 27. So as Ren does this, it takes a few minutes to sort of figure out anything because it is... Uh, what he immediately notices is that it's extraordinarily complex and that the amount of things this is capable of, you know, you can already tell there's thousands of different images and it's going to take a little bit of time. Is How is everyone else uh, attempting to uh, to help out the situation, uh, if at all? Um, Brent, looking to see if any of the images at all, I don't know if I can just do a, just an intelligence check. Um, to see if any of the images look familiar at all from anything he's read or heard or in his own life. History, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. History. Yes, I don't know what this thing is. Uh, 15. 15? Yeah. It's terrible. I rolled a 2, so. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's nearsighted. They can't see any of them. This thing doesn't roll dice. Brandon finds that the images are changing so quickly, uh, you know, kind of flashing around that it's not that it doesn't seem that he can't find anything. It's like it just, yeah, it looks like it's kind of all mountains, and I've been to mountains. I've been to mountains. Yeah. And it's Brent not able to, uh, to, been to come up with anything that, uh, he's not able to, to, to pinpoint anything as he, and as he tries to say, you know, maybe this, and, and just kind of slows Ren like down the... as he, you know, tells him to stop because he thought he saw something, and then it, it's not, uh, it's not actually. Dalman? Um, Dalman, after, after this very kind of like, it's very it's strange experience, feels kind of like moved to kind of interact in, the, in, in uh, interact in kind of all that's going on through music and actually pulls out his, his uh, flute and begins to kind of play a very soft song that kind of comes to him in the moment and combined with the echoes and the patterns it kind of um, moves to to kind of like create a, a bit of a uh, of a kind of soothing sensation for the for the for the group to kind of like stay uh, in the moment and, and kind of engage this very interesting, this very different device. So I guess I'll do uh, a heal check. Oh, I rolled very low. Fifteen, unfortunately. How does Damon uh, just completely not It's uh, I mean, as much as as much as he would, uh, he's feeling this inside. It's not something that ends up communicating out outside. Yeah, exactly. I would say like is the the environment itself is is sensitive enough that he's not able to produce an effect that 
that really communicates or resonates with the other members of the group. So what 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 he's feeling inside ends up staying there and it stays an internal something internal. Uh, Hugh is actively resting at this point. This is him taking his five. Uh, yes, I meant to say before that um, during the kind of first parts of this, as he's kind of looking around, he got the benefits of uh, uh, his short rest. Okay. Um, you don't have to attempt to contribute here if you don't want to, but uh, if you can think of so it. So he's already taken five then? Yeah, you, you got your short rest. Okay. You are, you are good. Uh, if that's cool, then he will... He sees wires coming out of Dalman's skin, and he's looking to see or if he can now. see... Or Ren now. Well, he saw them come out, and now he saw them go yeah. into Ren. So he's seeing if he, he can maybe get any insights into the mechanism of how this is actually working, because that's where everything else in this place works, too, if there's any clues to be learned that way. Uh, 39. Thievery. Guys, that's how you roll a die. <laughs> that is really a nice roll. Uh, 39. Um, thievery. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, go ahead and uh, and describe how he's able to kind of help guide Ren in you know to to help him out with this based on the based on what he can see. Um, kind of using his keen eyes and just what he's seeing there, he's able to notice uh, how the threads are connected to him and uh, looking around at the screens and things like that. He's able to see okay when you go this. These ones over there are going. I mean, you're going over this. These ones over there are going. So not rather than looking at a arcane view, kind of looking at the mechanism, how this thing actually functions as a whole. And maybe it's not t- telling him anything new knowledge-wise, but it's helping him figure out what he's trying to do, essentially. All right. And uh, Aurora. Um, following in the attempt to make things more efficient, she's actually going to try to get an idea for how the makers of this intended it to be used using her insight uh, and observing how things are structured. I mean, who, who knows how they nest their files and make everything, you know, organized. I mean, that, that could be completely alien, so her attempt is to try to suss out what is the important stuff and what is the, you know, this is the maintenance log uh, based purely on her stunning intuition. Which is a natural 20. Nice. Alright. Uh, so that's a 40. So describe how she's able to uh, help him out. Um, she, she gets a, a flash of insight from this place like none other that she has experienced. Um, the, all the ideas of, of this woman who they've heard all these tapes from just come flashing into her mind. And... She, she kind of pulses for a moment with just the, the energy of the room and she it seems like she's kind of zoning out for a second and then kind of ugh, takes a deep breath and goes I understand and then she uh, shows shows Ren exactly what, what files are important and what aren't and she says this is the area you need to focus on and she doesn't even explain it but somehow she just knows that, that huh. this is this is the area that, that they need to focus on and she's just Oddly focused where she wasn't necessarily before. As Ren is doing yes. this with the uh, helpful assistance of Hugh and Aurora, despite the slight distractions of uh, Daleman and Brandis, <laughs> go back! No, no, I Finds that after a few minutes, starts to understand a bit about how this functions, and as he's able to get the images 
to stop slower. He's able to pull in as images come flying out of some of the uh, the hexagonal areas and form into a three-dimensional image filling the entire sphere that you're in. And as he moves his hands more and figures it out, he can see, as he can pull it back, he sees entire planets. And then with a turn of, uh, with a turn of the wrist, he can see as the planet shifts to uh, a different color as he is looking at uh, an alternate plane of the, same, uh, of the same location he was once looking at. And with a little bit of effort, he's able to find Toral, the planet that you are on, which is... Faerun is on the planet Toral and is able to uh, able to find it and shift between the Feywild and the Shadowfell as you kind of move in and even see closer in locations on Toral. Like a satellite kind what of? Is, so uh, as he has figured out how to do this, what is he attempting to do? Well, what's our goal here? Wasn't this something like the planar yeah. virgins or, or something? Like the planar yeah. Alright, ask it. So, as he does this, uh, is there a way that he can see all of them at the same time? Uh, Yes, as uh, you start to figure it out, you can start to see, um, you can start to see the planes separate, you know, as he kind of moves his hands as the three planes display simultaneously, and then he can see their um, sort of metaphysical relative location, as you can see the um, the Feywild and the Material Plane almost completely overlapped, and the Shadow fell sort of close by. And as he pulls back even further, can see the Astral Sea and the um, the Astral Sea and the uh, and the Elemental Chaos sort of uh, overlaid in this as well, which is not physical locations <laughs> relative to Toral, but rather alternate um, planes. This is extraordinarily difficult for him to do. It's, I mean. Simple twisting of wrists and stuff like that. It's one thing to say that, but I mean, he just barely. I mean, he twitches a little bit and it and moves all around. And so he uh, decides. I mean, he just focuses all of his energy that he has to just maintain um, steady hands and be able to uh, delicately move these things around to um, to see if he can line them up in such a way that it may uh, show us the actual when they're all going to be aligned. See if he can move them to have them all stay on top of each other. You can find as he sort of tries different hand movements and kind of starts to figure out even more, you can see that he's able to uh, quickly almost fast forward and rewind as he sees the planes moving in their relative positions as he's able to plot the course of the movement of these planes and before long he's able to move forward enough when he sees all three as Frida yells out, that's it! Alignment! Ren quickly stops moving them and looks for some kind of a date or timestamp. He finds that as part of this sort of whole interface, he is able to, as he moves it, almost just know what time, you know, he is on in the calendar relative to himself. He basically knows the number of days forward that he's moving. And uh, with a quick calculation for Ren is quite a smart gnome. 
he is able to tell that this alignment occurs uh, exactly on the Feast of the Moon. Which is... Rand yells out that it will... The alignment takes place at the Feast of the Moon. What year? How far is it? This year. What? How long do we have? How long do we have, calendar girl? It's on the Feast of the Moon! Um... The Feast of the Moon what? is... Uh, oh, wait, yeah, here it is. It's, it's between, between Ukar, Ukar and Nightfall. And Nightfall. When are we right now? And you are in, six uh, months from now. Myrtle. So you are in... Uh, six months? It's a lot closer than I thought. You are in month number five. Holy shit. And the Feast of the Moon is falls in between month 11 and 12. Huh. That's a uh, sobering piece of information. So... Stall him. Is there anything else we Stall need to know? Him. Like, where does this happen? Like, or is it just I mostly a what? Information could be gathered with more time on this device. Uh, it appears uh, Ren can tell that you've barely only scratched the surface of what this is capable of. As he is moving around, he finds that there are things that he's adjusting and and stuff that he's doing that is far greater than just the scope of. Uh, of observing, uh, of observing the planes, there is uh, unlocked, untold power in this thing that he has not begun to explore. Mm. Ren doesn't really want to leave; he wants to keep exploring it. Yeah. Well, How Aurora we... looks under her watch, and yeah. Well, here we have. Conceptually, what time, How much time do we have? have left until the hours up? Well, no, not not even just getting uh, out. It is the close enough to the time that it could be um, hazardous. I mean, it could be the, the hour was an, es- was an estimation. Uh, and it's close enough that okay. all bets are off. Yeah. Alright. Um, so what are we doing to make sure that Rath doesn't get in here and see this too? Turn off the portal? We, we talked about this before. We might have to... What is Ren trying to figure out in uh, in the interface while everyone else is discussing other things? He's, he's not necessarily trying to figure out anything specific at that moment. He's just kind of still playing around with it. I mean, it's like... Maybe where hell is? It's like... No, he, uh... You are here. He's just... Uh, well, let him talk. Take a minute. The best way that I can describe it, using a real-world example, is like when you get a new computer with a new operating system that you've never used before, and you're just... So he's just poking there. around. He's just poking around. Um, but he's, so he's trying to figure out what but, it can do, maybe. Or... And he's trying to figure out different, like... Relative to our Powerful world, right? things that he can do, but he's, he's only focusing on our... Plane. He hasn't even begun to, because he's he's now grasped how to like do the fast forward and reverse and make things go around. Looking for new effects. So he's just trying to see what else he can do. He has an idea that he doesn't know if it will work, but he wants to try it. He decides to see if he can somehow delve into this thing and have it tap into the portal that we just came in from, and have that portal then dial out somewhere else so we could basically portal out of here and not have to deal with the wrath of people. That's good. Because it was a portal, yeah. Yes. It was a one. Oh. What's the what's the total one? So that's twenty. Bravo on the idea. I like the idea. That's a really good idea. It's like there's a gut and you said. Twenty is enough for you to get these easy. Easy. Okay. Um easy. So, as Ren is continuing to uh, to mess with these controls, what are you guys... Uh, go ahead and do your discussion or what you're talking about. Ren says, if we can't destroy the portal, the 
if we can't remove the pieces from the portal with absolute 100% of surety that he won't be able to repair it, that he won't be able to get here, we can't be sure Is of there that. ever 100% assurance with we him? We will have to destroy this. If we can? I mean, who's to say it's even possible? We haven't tried. Well, it looks like it could be indestructible or incredibly fragile. Thelman, like, turns to Frida and so says, I thought, though, he says, I know one of the reasons we came here was to find out for ourselves how much time we had left. Um, do we really think that this is the only way for him to get the information? She says, not the only way. Uh, any other way would be very difficult. I have not been able to figure out how, but he has power that far surpasses my own. Damon says it would truly be a tragedy to destroy this. Um, he says... You can't be sure that he won't. He says, but yeah. She kind of looks around and she says, it, it shouldn't be used for evil. That's true. Who knows what else this thing can do besides tell the time. Look what he did to Deep Mascar and Skyclave. Yeah. Guys. If it could be used against us. Yeah. Do you remember the drawing on the wall that the kid did? Which one? I remember the, the evil one, machine ones. The one with the portal. the portal and a bunch of people going into it? No. Yeah. What? Yeah. There was a there was an image of a of a big swirling portal and then a bunch of little people Tootle. going into it. And then we heard the recording of her saying everybody's leaving, but at least the Warforged are still here. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Um, well, were they leaving out or were they leaving like... The one of the recordings home? implied that people were uh, abandoned in the vault. Yeah. I'm just wondering, if that big portal was the big portal we just went through, that means they all ended up here. And if they all ended up here... Where else. are they? I Is mean, yeah, can we use this blood thing to travel somewhere else? Is that what you're suggesting? I'm asking it. No. Well, that's kind of along the same lines as what I was... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you didn't know. figure anything out. Oh, he, he's in the process of it. He's the, kind of... The point being that... Machine. I mean, if we could just move this thing... There's an idea. How do you move a demi uh Frida immediately responds. She says, This is not in a physical location. We are outside of of our normal planes of existence. Wait, so we're not we're not in. So how could someone get here? We're not in. Could someone get here through the door, other than the way we came in? I mean, she says no. This this whole place, and she kind of looks around and she points back to the doorway. She says, "It's a demiplane. It's its own thing." Damon says the the Warforged on the other side were able to fairly easily disable the portal on that side. Can we do something similar on this side? Yeah. How would we get out? She says, as long as the portal exists here, someone with the proper sequence and the proper know-how could create another portal to get in. It seemed like the portal on the other side required an immense amount of energy to keep maintained as you notice the entire location in there was um just you know crazy with uh, arcane energy and it seemed to be funneling into the portal she said but it could be recreated she says in order to stop anyone from getting back here the teleportation circle and she points back to the bright glowing swirling purple portal that you came in through she said it would have to be destroyed on this side 
Is there any way to get out? Destroyed, can we just like take a brick out of it? Or is this smashing it to dust on the ground? Well, it says it would need to be disenchanted. Remove the power of the teleportation circle. Tim has this little anti-disenchant dust. Yeah, do we have the means like, to do that? Like, he says, yes, I could probably do that, or could Ren. Ren would know how to do this. He's kind of paying attention to his thing as you see more images right. moving around. Well, he says, but is there any way out? We'd be trapped in here. You know, here's another thought. So, Ren finds, as he's using this uh, thing, he uh, finds some more functionality that he is able to uh, he is able to unlock. As he is messing with it, just sort of trying to figure out some stuff. He's not able to figure out a lot for his roll was low. Where's my? Where's my? Where's my? Um, he. He finds that there is some sort of system. There's some sort of system in here in which he can, um, in which he can input coordinates that he uh, that he sees on the planets, but he is not sure how to do this. It appears that this um, that this place functions uh, potentially as some sort of way to create portals. He also finds that there is an overall uh, that there is an overall control of. Outside of the functions of using it as an observatory, he has managed to find functions inside this interface to control the overall status of this entire place. It was active when you arrived, but it can also be set to hibernate, deactivate, and turn on a time self-destruction. I say that to the group, but at the same time, there's another thought. We have the manual of the planes, which, as a daily power we can change the destination of an open portal to any other destination as long as we know the sequence of the new destination. So if we have... To clarify on this, though, if we redial the portal to go, like, say, to our house in... Like, a house in Homeland that we know there's a portal that just for kicks, okay? Yeah, right. Would it shut off their portal going into it now that no. whole thing is gone? Or they could still come in. S- could still come in. But going out, we wouldn't end up in the vault anymore. We would end up in home. Potentially. But this, uh, as Ren is suggesting this, um, he also knows that this teleportation circle in this location is unlike any he's ever seen before. It appears to be um, not at all like a normal uh, like a normal portal. It has more sigils than, uh, than normal teleportation circles. What does it have? Uh, it has 13. Normal one's at 7. Yeah. That's true. That's weird. And, uh, while you could attempt to do that, it could be dangerous for, um, the, the manual of the planes, which is what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Uh, is, was definitely written and enchanted with magic designed to be used in, um, in Faerun, you know, on Toril and those in those planes, you are in a location which uh, falls well outside the um, normal knowledge of this sort of magic, and it could be dangerous. Huh. Damn it! Side well, question: How do physics work here? Is it pretty much the same? Like, just then, you find you hear alarms as you hear a voice echo throughout the sphere that you're in, as it says, perimeter breach. Uh, it says, outer vault out door. door has been compromised. Outer vault door? 
outer vault, meaning yeah. the front door. Yeah. RA4, which one is the outer vault door? Projects a map and highlights an area on the map that you see uh, the same door that you came in, the main doors. And uh, you see it's flashing red as you see the metal of the door in his projection have been has been pulled back. As if it has been ripped open. Damon says, well, the security on level one is on, but who knows how long that will buy us. He says, if we're gonna... He says, if we're gonna get out through the uh, emergency evac elevator, we'll probably have to go soon. Yeah. He says, uh... You then see several white spheres appear in a line down this mesh walkway on either side. As you see, they look similar to the spheres that were in the security room as images from different parts of the vault appear on them. Aurora instantly goes over to them and checks them out. Yes, what are we facing? Ren yells for you guys to deal with it as he keeps investigating this stuff. We'll you, buy you, you as much time as possible. What was that self-destructing on? The portal or the device? On the I device. Think that was on the device. The on the observatory. Sheesh. Why didn't they there just do that? There was three. It was like hibernate, hibernate, self-destruct, and maybe hibernate turns off the portal. Active. Yeah. Active. Yeah. Well, I don't want to turn off the portal. Presumably, uh, hibernate might um, cause it to not require you know arcane energy or yeah, something. Yeah. It doesn't appear to be immediately a useful function right now. Perhaps something during uh, the creation of it. So, Dem says, yeah, keep trying to figure out if this could send us somewhere. He says, uh, if nothing else, not just to give us a better way of escaping. I I don't know. He says, to sit to to avoid destroying this would be great. Seems seems it would be it would be it would be best. Yeah, because. If we can't figure out a way, we're, we need to the self, the time self-destruct go up to the portal and have to be ready to someone's life's work. So Ryan is going to continue to mess with it? Yep. Right, who's going to be looking on these uh, these cameras? There are many of them. Hugo's over. Hugo covers all areas of the, far more than the security uh, room did. It appears that perhaps when this part of the place was created, that the main sort of people that kept an eye on the vault perhaps operated out of here and that the security station was sort of deprecated at some point. It would make sense considering um, that some of the areas weren't covered importance. by... He'll take a look at the screens. All right. Delman's going to go to the portal that they came in through. All right. He's trucking down there. And when he gets there, he sees the prince has drawn his swords and seeing Damon runs... He kind of runs ahead towards the portal and then stops short of it. Yeah, he says, uh, "He says, help me take a look at this thing, and uh, we might need to we might need to deactivate it on short notice. Try to look for try to look for some sort of weakness." So, Damon is going to start analyzing it in case it comes to the point where they need to act against the portal. All right. So, go ahead and uh, roll oh, a check for yeah, that. Yeah. So, roll uh, thievery. Uh, Thirty. All right. Uh, Hugh is kind of look through the uh, cameras. Go ahead and roll a perception for that. Pair of nineteens. Tight. Twin struck. Uh, so that's forty-two. All right. Uh, and Aurora is doing what? Helping Hugh. Okay. And uh, Ren. Ren is continuing to 
investigate the <clears throat> mechanics of this to see if he can figure out how to dial in something or send it somewhere or more instructions about the, the self-destruct and all that stuff. How much time they're going to have if they hit the self-destruct button. Just that kind of stuff. Alright. He's clicking the tell me more button. Good. Epic low roll style. It's alright. Just rough. getting them out of the way. 23 Let's is the moderate mean, DC at your level. 23 is moderate. 23 is the moderate DC at your level, by the way. Just so you know the scope of what DCs are. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying oh. I rolled a 4. It's in the, <laughs> it's in the 30s for the hard DC, but yeah. moderate is, is 23. Um, and Brandis, what are you doing? Brandis is also uh, watching on the screen. He just wanted to. He's not as perceptive, so he's basically just picking one, one of the early ones. And uh, just basically trying to watch like everyone run by it, so you can find where they're coming in. Do like not. That. Do revise it. That may die. It's lower than my passive. <laughs> well, Thirteen. Yeah. All right. Wow. Um, <laughs> is that the modern DC? It's like we're all drunk or something. Hugh. Oh, very tired. Drunk. Sees with, uh, with Aurora. Sees movement on one of the uh, on one of the the screens, one of the uh, the orbs that show. You can see coming down the main shaft from uh, what's that shaft called? Uh, it looks like it's level one security screening right here. Yeah, towards level one security screening, you can see you can see a man in red robes floating down the shaft. With a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of people with their faces obscured, and as he strides forward, you see a familiar Aladrin face of a wrath. He's here. As you see him stride forward, you see eviscerators come around the corner, coming towards him with blades spinning as well as hammers uh, behind. You can see that security has been mobilized in this whole area as you see more robots moving, more than there were before. As they come towards Arath, you see him snap his finger as both eviscerators simultaneously explode in a, uh, in a huge fireball as their blades detach from their bodies and fly around the corner and he continues to stride forward without slowing. Uh, yeah, those were really hard to kill. We yeah. still haven't made up the power difference yet. Yeah. Nope. Just kind of like. I would say he's very formidable. Very formidable. Yeah. Uh, so, as Ren tries quickly, oh, frantically to like. uh, figure out more with the controls, he sees that the self destruct has a five minute timer. Oh, All of that it takes well more than five minutes to get down here from the top. Yeah. Uh, but he's able to uh, do what appears to destroy the entire plane. Oh my god. What would happen? Where are the consequences of destroying a plane, like, energy-wise? It wouldn't be a problem on your own plane. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. It's, it's a plane it would, might nuke any other nearby planes, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like so red- a material plane. You have a cold plane. Uh, nah, it's a, that's not my call to make. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one in five minutes. Keep that is, the, keep that is the group call to make. Keep researching. Ren, uh, so as Ren is sitting there scanning files and looking at stuff, he says, So, how long are we going to wait this thing out? I mean, are we going to... Are we hitting the button if we have to? How long... What is, what is the we-gotta-go time? We, we gotta go soon. Trying it's to, a wrath. Uh, 
trying to she look at this thing down the as Clefin is you. helping him. You find that it is constructed out of solid metal, intricately constructed. It would be uh, quite difficult to dismantle. Not impossible, but it would uh, take a bit of time. Damn man. And yeah. of course, if you dismantle it while you're on the side, you can't get through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Damon says, like, says, if it's not impossible, we could dismantle the portal. We have to remantle it later. Uh, Hugh's looking at the maps from the way we came in and the way we're going to have to go out. Like, he's just sort of eyeballing this and he's like, we need to go now if we want to avoid a confrontation. Do we have what we need from here? Then we gotta get out. Damon says, but is there a way that we can create a portal as somewhere else? Ren can tell that definitely, as he has spent some time with it, this place is designed to create portals, not just at teleportation circles, but quite possibly anywhere on any plane. So wow. Ren is, but the specifics of how to do it appears to be extraordinarily complex and would take quite a bit of time well, messing with it to accomplish it. Are you sure you could do it? Hours, not minutes. But are you sure you could do it in those hours? Hours, not minutes. We can't hold him off for hours. Uh, we, we can dismantle the gate, but if he can't get us out, then we're stranded here. That's it. I don't want to take that risk, or is not willing to take that risk. If he well, given tell. enough time, if we're here for four years, I can probably... In the meantime, what is, and in the meantime, what is a raft doing? Frieza says, I don't know if I can make a portal out of this place. Damon says, uh, Damon says, is it worth the, uh, the risk to try he to preserve no. this? Yes, Frida. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's heard Aurora, yeah, yeah. But, yes, Frida. Like we, we need to get out of here. She says, we... She says, I don't know. Uh, quick question <laughs> for... Frida. Quick question. She says, what if it takes, what if it takes years? Quick question, if we make a portal somewhere else... Is there any guarantee that we'll be able to get back in through that same portal, or like will that portal run out and now there's just this demiplane that nobody can get to? No. She says there are no guarantees of anything. No, this if we portal that, we'd unknown. still be nuking the place because we don't have any way to prevent it from getting in. It's either portal out, nuke the place, or leave, nuke the place. We still haven't found an option besides nuking the place. Why don't we just we, turn off we, the portal? No, if we dismantle the portal and use the device to get out of here. Because the device creates the portal, not the other portal. Yeah. So it's the device can create a portal to go somewhere else, and we just disable the thing. But with then we'd never be able to get in here anyway. So that's what I was just asking: is that if we made a portal to go to the other side of Fey Room, you hear the voice come over again as one of the screens that you were originally looking at has gone completely blank as no more images coming through. And you hear it says, "Level du- one defenses have been compromised." Fred says. I don't care anymore. We're leaving here in... And it says, locking down lifts. And you see that the lifts what? are lowering down to the lowest no, no, areas. No, 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 no. Well, uh... Can we... The damn says... Locking down lifts? Is it locked? They're bringing them down to the lowest levels. There's a lift here. Yeah. We can't get out if they're locked down. Yeah. No, they're locking... They're, you say they're... It's, it's moving them down, moving to, them the down area. to the lowest area. So they're... And, uh, and then you can oh. see all the doors in the place are shutting and sealing. Okay. I, it's been great. Uh, Frida, could you port us out of here? Like, if we leave this place and go back to the interior plane, could you set us on a portal, like, to somewhere else? Quickly. She says it takes... Uh, she says it, it, it takes at least ten minutes to, to, to cast any of those spells. And I... That place with all the magic, we were yeah, exploding. Can can we shut down this portal 
after we leave it, somehow? She says, with a sort of timed explosive, maybe? She says, Can we do just that? do the self-destruct. Ren says, Focus, woman! Look at me! Can you make a portal in ten minutes to get us to somewhere back on our plane? She says, not and from this plane. Not in here, yeah. and not in the outside room. And I think in ten minutes we're probably going to encounter them. I think we have to sit a blow and go now. Fine. That's that's use vote. I don't care at this point. Three to seven have self-destruct. Which Damon has no stomach for this. You see that she obviously haven't even her saying Ren already that. Pushed her face the just kind of Blanches. went pale, pale, and just more tears are coming. And she just kind of looks around this place, and you see that she is clearly panicking as everyone is asking her questions, and she doesn't know the right answer. If Frida says it. Then we're doing it. And he hits the button and says, let's make tracks. We got five minutes. Yeah, the button go. has been pushed. Let's go. Does it do anything? The entire place, all the images go away and are replaced with, uh, with a huge timer. Just seconds counting down. Let's go. Let's go. Is there any, out of curiosity, when I hit the button, is there any way to deactivate the self-destruct? Uh, yes, there appears to be. There better right. be. That would be dumb. <laughs> so, Oops. Let's go. We can go on the self-destruct. Yeah. One last look around. Drink it in. Drink it in. We're the last. You the marching order. Marks. Marching order of running back to the portal. See wonders of the world and destroy them. <laughs> so sad. Travel to new and interesting <laughs> places and which, destroy them. Which of the two defenders wants to be in front? Uh, Aurora will go. Okay. All right. Damon wants to go after she, she does not want to be last out and see Wrath okay. there with his like little violin going. Cue Brandis. Sure. Clefin. Little middle two. Okay. Okay. somewhere. Frida, rub the tail. Let's do a funny joke and demi plane. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Leave Clefin in the demi plane? Is that no! what No! <laughs> no! Oh god, Aurora didn't hear that. She's already out. He's not killed. He's obliterated. <laughs> He's not killed, he's just stuck. This is your plan all along! You just your soul level. you're trapped in a plane that ceases to exist. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if that's the ultimate, you're dead. From yeah. You take the mini and just go... Running down the pathway, you can hear every once in a while a voice saying uh, how long you have left. It takes maybe a minute to run down, uh, run down to the to the portal here, and you can see, even from here, the numbers are large enough back on the sphere to see, you know, four minutes left until destruction, and you see the large swirling purple portal be, uh, in front of you, and you can see the area behind still void of any sort of intruders. Let's go. Who's going through the portal? Go our first. In marching order? In that marching order? Yeah. Yeah. As... Aurora and Dalman go through. Frida says, wait, stop. But we're, we're already gone. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, just stop and stop. Uh, what? Yeah. She says, uh, she says, Ren, just hold on. Why? She says, I have something. And then, uh, she says, just, and she says, look over here. And she judges him over and she says, everyone hurry and go. Everyone but me? Yeah. Ren uh, acknowledges that she is the foremost expert on this, and 
He rolls a brief insight check. Doesn't get that good. 21. On Frida. He looks at her and says... He just looks at her and then leaves. What about, uh, Brandis? The prince has already gone through. Get out of there. Brandis says... <laughs> Ren looks at Freedom and says, You better make it quick. <laughs> I'm not sorry at all. She, uh, you see that she is holding a book in her hand that she is just clutching with white knuckles as she hands it to Ren. Ren takes it and says, We have no time for books. And then she says, Uh,. She hands him the book. She said, uh, "She says this. She says you're ready for this. You can use it." And then she leans over and kisses him on the cheek. And she says, "Now go save the world," and shoves him into the portal. I didn't see that coming. From the other side of the portal, you can see Frida standing on the other side as she quickly takes a rod and shoves it into the portal as you see it come halfway out on your side as suddenly a surge of arcane energy moves around the portal uh, sort of causing the swirling to stop and slow down as it almost looks like it has uh, become covered in ice. Frozen. You then see her on the other side of the portal pull out a book and she just looks up and she mouths some words that you can't understand as she uh, starts reading from one of her books. I think Frida has elected to stay. Uh, or it's a wrap. What did you I say doubt. to her? Chris. Yes. Bren just... gives a, literally like a three second glance at the cover of the book and flips through some pages to see if he can tell what it is. It's written uh, arcane language. You can see that it's, uh, it appears to be rituals. Okay, so he says, he says, free to stay. I suspect she's going to try and disable the portal from within. I don't blame her. It seems like it was her life work. Let's get out of here. She'll never age. Damon gives her a wave kind of goodbye out. and a bow, and then a about face. Or it's just like, and then she just <laughs> starts walking. Brez points the portal. Like we can see through the ice, right? Yeah, we can see through Points the portal. Not like, I'm going to get you, but like... You. You. You got this. <laughs> you can already see as uh, she appears to be reading as she is mouthing words. You can see strands of energy shooting from her hands and her whole body towards the portal at you. As you can see the image start to deteriorate as, uh, as you see even cracks start to appear in your side of the portal. We should back up. Let's, I don't get let's back up the stairs. Yeah, Brand let's go, says, run. Forget the portal, we still have a raft to worry about. Let's go. You can feel as cracks start to form in the portal, arcane energy is leaking out of it. And the intense, uh, the intense focused energy in this place, which was already quite hazardous before, is shooting out, and uh, it appears that if one of those even hit you, it would be quite disastrous. Ren is just standing there. And everybody's running away, and he's just standing there looking at it because he's actually kind of bummed out. Aurora comes back and, and grabs him by like the forearm and just says, "Come on, there's nothing more we can do here." And starts to nudge him along. And Damn, he reluctantly yeah, turns around and runs with the group. 
is as you are running back that Daleman notices in the heat of the battle before he didn't really understand the nature of this place and as uh, he leaps up to the uh, where the broken the broken stairs is able to get up to the part that's filled he realizes that what this place is is that you guys are standing on an earth node oh, wow but there appears to be some sort of huge amount of energy funneled into this area which is shielding the earth node from releasing its energy and just causing it to feed back in on the place causing the entire energy of the earth node to stay within this small little bubble rather than just kind of dissipate out in the well, no uh, it's along the planet that's why the magic of is all over us Damn it! Uh, it's kind of cast one glance around, and then out here before we explode. lowers the uh, flying hook down to the next guy. Hooks ran easily, and then uh, bids farewell to Crazy Land 2.0. As I go, Robbie goes into the clean room. Brad is wondering if there's any kind of way that. Could like blow up the doors and cause there to be a vein of energy that would then blow out the top without hitting us. That would be awesome. Releasing all of the Earth Node's energy, like. Oh my god! Even outside of the, uh, even outside of the the um, the shielded vortex, you can feel bits of energy leaking out of it as. Clearly, the portal is uh, is coming apart as more and more energy is, is shooting out. Yeah. It was a big portal on our side. Let's go. The clean room takes a couple minutes. God damn it! We're all standing there like. As you go in, if you remember, it kind of seals as you feel this uh, yeah. the the intense energy kind of move out of your body and opens up to the other side, and they lift is on the ground floor. Or not the ground floor. The oh, in Junction 5. Junction 5, five. five where you are. Uh, Damwin says one, three words, two words. Library entertainment. Authorized. <laughs> 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 Authorized. Authorized. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, speaking of, is RA4 following us still? He's with you. Yeah! If someone lifted him up up the chain. Oh, yeah, yeah, we lifted that. him up. Everyone <laughs> would volunteer. RA4. Everyone. Authorized. Your new name R4. is Freedom. <laughs> That's terrible. Learn how to cast portal spells. Learn how to cast portal spells. Wear a wig. Alright, keep going. Um, up the junction floor. Up uh, junction yeah, does, yeah. does the junction, is it working? It is. Oh, oh, it works. When you insert the key that you have. Oh. Okay. Uh, junction three. Junction three. Junction three. Junction three. Authorize. Go. Authorize. Go. Turbo please. As you move up to junction three, as the lift moves higher and higher, you can hear the sounds of metal scraping against metal and explosions get closer and closer as you uh, go higher as it's clearly occurring higher up uh, in this lift shaft. Alright, hurry guys. We as we get up, do we arrive at Junction 3? Oh my gosh. Do we ever get there? He does perception check to see if he can actually see anything. Alright. Another 19. Nice. Uh, 42. As he is looking around, he sees the bright white lights of this area suddenly goes dark as pitch black fills this whole area, and then a second lights? later, the oh. red lights come on. Uh-oh, someone Does turned the off the generator. Uh, you guys are already up. You oh. exited the lift into the junction area. Damn. Yeah, Damon had pounded the button for level 5 to send it back down, but it just kind of like, and like comes to a halt like halfway down the entrance. And uh, they head off down the hallway towards 
Library Entertainment, praying at the emergency elevator. Right. Behind you, on a different circuit. you hear an explosion you- as you see the junction area, the lift gets suddenly pushed down as you see fire pour out of the uh, elevator shaft. Whoa. Acrobatics. No. Okay. Come on, you want this? Yeah, okay. I don't want this. I don't have one. Take mine. I'm looking at his. Um, Bryce says, we might. I should make this. Of course we'll make this, Damon says. Bryce says, I'm already on the surface. In here. In here. Yeah. I'm disgusted. Run to library entertainment. As you are running down the halls, glancing back, you can see the figure of a raft descending oh down God. the lift. Oh god. Aurora like hangs back so that she's like at the end uh, of that run so that there's like a buffer. Hopefully. Yeah. How long has it been Aurora since we buffer. left the portal? Brandis, you lead? Uh, since you left the portal? Uh, about five minutes. <laughs> well, I got some fire shields, so. Just trying to think. Thinking. Will she have yeah. enough time to secure the thing or will raft just bust in? Well, Wait, well, well, it only we may never know. know. We may never know. She only had a five-minute timer. He may not be after us. Well, no, I yeah. think she I think was she disabling the portal the and then disabling the... I think she yeah. plans to stay in there for a while. Because she said you could turn it off from, she from her age, side. And she's a major who definitely create food. She's, oh, my God. She's going to be crazy. And she's got, like, ultimate TV. The universe. The universe's TV. We don't know what her plans are. But you see Arath stop descending down the junction shaft for a moment as he locks eyes with Aurora, who's standing furthest to the uh, back. You see him scowl at you as he continues to move downwards. We gotta hurry, guys. It's not gonna be long until he finds out it's broken. Just then. He kept going. Yeah, he was flying down the. Yeah, Aurora he, he feels like a cold us. chill shoot through her as as he sees her and they lock eyes and oh, she's no. like, "He didn't explode no, me." No, like, we haven't he seen didn't a explode rat me in the flesh in a long time. I know. That's like she's having a freak out moment here. She's like, oh, oh, it's like seeing a ghost that wants to kill you. Killer ghost. Killer ghost. And she she hustles as fast as her little legs can. Carry it is her. then when you see, uh, when you see wizard after wizard after wizard descending down the shaft behind a raft as some of them start to come out of the junction shaft towards you in quick pursuit. Fuck you guys. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. Keep walking. As just, you are just running, keep going. they appear to be gaining on you. What are you doing? Um, Can we activate some security forces on this level to slow them down? We're currently running through the mess hall. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Throw plates at them so they trip! Flying. <laughs> Throw plates at them so they fall down. Brandis uses his athletics not right. to outrun the rest of the group, which he could. <laughs> he um, targets a straggler, not necessarily the shortest guy, perhaps the most distracted person, or a dwarf. Um, hey. And um, to aid them, push them out of the way, perhaps give them a little bit of boost, pick them up if they fall down. Uh, 21. How does uh, Brandis fail at accomplishing this task? Brandis, like, he was like running, and there's like whatever a table in the way, and Brandis goes over to push it out of the way, can't push it out of the way, which then blocks Hugh's path, and just kind of generally just gets in people's 
way and doesn't Damn apologize it. because Never the vengeance still moves the table, it just took longer, so. Alright. Uh, Hugh, as we're passing from okay. one of the doors that we have to use the key to get through, mm-hmm. he attempts to use his thievery skills to try and jam Break the door to slow them down so they have a tougher time getting him. He rolls two, so he gets a 22. Oh, that's alright. Hugh and Might! He attempts to brace the door, and it, uh, as you guys continue moving, it seems to work pretty well, as though clearly as they get there, they just open it back up and the brace falls down, not propped up properly. Immovable rod. Should have used it. Mm. Just then, you hear over the sending stone the voice, uh, you hear the voice of Kaz Dunlin. He says, Yar, come in, come in, are you there? Kaz, this is Dalman. There you are! Preparing for imminent departure! We've been out of touch, and out of reach. He says, we've been trying to contact you for quite some time. Well, we're not dead. What do you have to say? He says, there's a large field around where you are. When they got there, the army, they created something. We have flown inside it, but it is not safe up here. Okay. We'll be out presently. Imminently. He says, we'll be there. Francis, not it's not near the arm the way we came in. It's on the other side. Damn it! Like five hundred feet that way. Five thousand feet. Intimate knowledge of the layout of library entertainment. At zero. Sprints forward uh, ahead of the group to try to uh, uh, to activate the the elevator. Knock over the feather bow Using collection. Using acrobatics. <laughs> So they are sorry, athletics. So Set it on fire. that they will be able to uh, to leave instantly once they once they get to the uh, evac feedback lift. And that gives him a 27. 28. All right. Go ahead and describe uh, what he does. So uh, Daleman, uh, as he runs through the uh, mess hall, uh, mess hall and library entertainment. I mean, I imagine as kind of things are exploding. Um, there are kind of a certain amount of natural obstacles that come in the way, and Damon is just basically running on walls and ceiling and moving, moving as fast as, as he's ever moved to try to uh, get some extra time to where he can uh, make it to the elevator. Using his uh, using his pre- uh, previous knowledge of the workings of these elevators, transposes his scratch, scratch signals on this board and is able to activate the uh, the escape elevator to where it is. It is uh, coming down, or no, it is powering up from its independent Hopefully. generator reserves. Hopefully, it's slumber. It appears to be. <clears throat> Ren, That's what's happening. Ren, when they reach library entertainment, uh, and he kind of stops and turns around, and as the rest of the group runs by him, you all of a sudden see, you guys don't see it. You just see in front of you, Ren bursts into just, there's a, just immense flash of light, and heat that emanates from him as he uh, pulls out his weapons and starts throwing fire all around the doorway and stuff like that and scowls at the oncoming uh, wizards and yells to them that uh, to turn back now or face face utter destruction attempt to intimidate them to get them to cower back down the tunnel to or perhaps slow down even or even slow down <laughs> give them pause man our rolls is a three but I got a thirty yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. dude we're claiming this you see 30. as 
uh, chasing after them down the hallway. I mean, there must be dozens of them. They're just filling, uh, filling the corridors. More of them pouring out of that original junction shaft, and more appear to be going downwards as well. Uh, as Ren does this, you see the front ones, it appears to even pierce through their so far ever-present sort of mind control as they sort of stop in shock for just a moment as one of the doors closes uh, as in the security mode all of the doors have been kind of closing after a short amount of time after you guys have used the keys to get through them and it stalls them long enough for the door to stop and as you keep going you can hear that it takes a short while for them to uh, to break this one open but break it open they do Aurora um, Aurora is going to, as they're running back, kind of take a quick look at this area and see if there are any structural weaknesses that she can uh, exploit, uh, hoping to perhaps cave in an area and make it extremely difficult for them to get through. With a 28 engineering? Aurora finds uh, it to be an unwise choice to put the least amount of concern and maintenance on the emergency exit. For a while, it's one of those things that you kind of don't need it until you need it, and obviously they never needed it, so they didn't really put much importance on it, but clearly there are structural instabilities here as it seems to have gotten the least amount of attention, and so how does she uh, cause this to happen? Oh, she throws her hammer at one this, there's a long support beam along the top that has, like, imperceptible to most folk. Uh, a hairline crack in it from just from age, and as she hits it, the light from her hammer actually pulses, and it, you, can, you can see it go boom across it, and it just goes. And at first, you think nothing's gonna happen, then it goes, and instantly, just tons of rubble just start filling the area, and it almost catches up with us, but it manages to to slow down until there's just a pile of, debris. of rubble. And as Aurora, the last one in, gets in to the shaft, damn and slams the, uh... Punch it, Damon! Slams it. You find that this lift was designed to move up much quicker than the other lifts as it moves up quickly, and you feel it start to shake and pulse as you can even see coming through some of the walls these, uh, strands of arcane energy clearly coming from the shielded vortex below have started to escape out and are shooting upwards in the shaft. Uh Uh-oh. Time to go. Is go. there elevator music? Da, no. da. You then feel what must be an explosion from under the lift as the lift, you know, kind of gets shoved upwards a little, it jerks, and causes you to kind of almost stumble over as you can tell that spells are being fired at the lift from underneath, uh, from underneath as they are still in pursuit. Oh, is this lift like walled wall essentially? So we can't see below us, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, good. I mean, <laughs> damn, can you shield us at all? Makes I was gonna say, Ren tries. I mean, that's not really what he does, but he's picked up a little bit here and there, and he's messed around a little bit, and he does his best to kind of uh, charge the the floor of the lift. With arcane energy to hopefully like absorb, power. yeah, to help like absorb and shield from not only the attackers but any of the the arcane arcane energy that's escaping exactly. from the node as well. I hope it makes them explode. So it's a thirty. Nice. All right, you see, Ren attempt to do this, 
part of the floor that you're on, which is the metal planks with rivets, splinters open. As you see, part of the wood splinters open and a hole appears in the lift and you can see a bunch of the wizards floating upwards in the shaft. And But you can also see the strands of arcane energy shooting up as it pierces one through his body as he falls down limp Ooh. as it appears to have this is worse uh, than before. appears to have destroyed him. Uh, uh, some of them are still coming. As you see, magic missiles start flying up towards the hole, but Ren's protection stops them from coming through. Ren's, Ren says, when we get to the top, you guys get off this fast, because I'm nuking this thing and sending this lift right down on top. No arguments here. Nice. Uh, and then... Spells are being shot up the lift. There, a hole has appeared in the lift. It barely feels uh, structurally sound. Aurora can tell by her excellent dungeoneering that you are mere seconds from reaching the top of We're the shaft. But the amount the of spells of being shaft. shot at you is quite, uh, quite hazardous. What are you doing? Damn, I'm tired Ren, of running. Just did his thing. <laughs> the boat comes off, and Damon starts taking shots through the floor. He's going to send a couple, a couple more back down to the ground. That's a critical strike. Boom! Damon lines up two arrows, uh, two arrows on the string, and sends them uh, sends one through the forehead of another guy and into the uh, into the belly of the guy behind him. Critical yeah. strike! You are a winner. <laughs> I think you have to say you're a winner. I'll like to dedicate that arrow to all the winners I'm going to kill next. Be a winner, not a winner. Strikes multiple of them as you see them falling down, and they fall down the shaft, smashing into other ones as it uh, as it hits them. Some spells misfire as it kills others, but the number of, of, the of number ones of that are death. coming after you, and the amount of arcane power that even these these you know minions are wielding—they're just flying up the shaft—is just uh, there is something very uh, odd and wrong and. Uh, Terrifying. That's Terrifying not about the situation. I can't fly. Fucking them up. Uh, Aurora shambles on over to the uh, the hole in the floor, sticks her hammer down through there, and sends a a, a bolt of radiant light, uh, divinely inspired, to uh, blind them, and hopefully they'll crash into the sides of the walls. Eh. Um, with a eighteen religion check. Uh, 18 to check. You can do do an attack roll if that's what you're doing. Oh. Okay. What'd you roll? What was your natural roll? Five. Oh. What's the attack roll? Uh, like, what's one of your that? attack rolls? Like. What's your at will attack bonus? More than that. <laughs> Am I at will attack bonus? Yeah. Doesn't matter. I got, I got it from five. Like that. Just able to get a few of them. Uh, <laughs> I never able to get a few of them, uh, but more of them are pouring up, barely, uh, you know, barely slowing them down. What about Hugh? Uh, Hugh, knowing that they are just seconds from the top, and possibly the surface is prepping for whatever they're going to see out there. So he's getting his bow ready. He's making sure his stuff's tied down for whatever run they're going to have to make, because uh, he's expecting it's going to be bad. Whatever they're in now, it's going to be worse up there. Yeah. So what is he? What is he rolling? Uh, I wasn't thinking it was a skill job. He was just getting stuff ready, but. Um, we'll say perception. He's gonna try and. Yeah, here we go. I got it. 
he's going to try and time it when they get to the very top of the lift yeah. so that he can be on his feet when it happens. Like uh, track sprinting. Yeah. So that's 39. All right. As you, I mean, the guy, the guy never fails to spot anything. No. Uh, and radar in his brain. So describe your thing as soon as you get to the top. Brandis. Um, Brandis is going to um, see like people are doing different stuff. Falls back on some of his warlord training, and uh, is actually going to help uh, be a spotter to call shots for the ranged attacks of Daemon. Like a sniper buddy. Yeah, could I do like an attack bonus, just like a like no no proficiency, just like I don't have a skill for the warlord power of eating attack of like. Uh, aid attack. Just, yeah, can I aid, aid attack. On you, his... you, you can you can do an aid. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, you want um, yes, my range. There we go. So twenty nine, um, on your on the range. Calling, calling shots. He's calling shots and like he's been like, you know, three o'clock. Eight o'clock. Get him. He's about to lose one off. Yeah. Nice. Call some shots for you. Absolutely. It seems like there's a lot of them. <laughs> All right. Man, to hold him off as. The top, uh, above you, you see a metal plate open up into an area of sand, much like the, much like the other area, except this is a much smaller lift, as it reaches the top. Where's the ship? Instantly rolls off of it, looking into Ren, who was about to nuke this thing and send him back down to Davy Jones' locker. Davy Jones' locker? And he does it. All right. Um, so Hugh is is the first to you know just timing his jump to be able to get. Uh, what does he see when he sees that there? Just sand or any sand? Is kind of there? in a big funnel like before, oh, as yeah. it has kind of drained open, and uh, that shit's hard to climb up. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Hugh had uh, a pair, actually three, flame burst arrows at the ready, and as soon as they ready the surface, he looses them straight up into the air, and when they reach max height, they explode. And he yells over the stone, That's where we are! Come get us! Fuck yeah! Good call. And he starts sprinting up the sand. Dude, what about the pod, man? Yeah. Boom! Now I'm happy. <laughs> Alright. Roll a group athletics check to, to scurry up the sand. Oh, you need yeah. half successes. Is it 15 a success? No. Maybe. 26. Athletics? 16 is nice. Well. 25. Success! What'd you get? A 15. Oh, yeah. 16 is the goal. No, oh, it's so sad. Then I'm gonna add 3 with my inside check. Do you do? Are you sure you wanna use that? You jumped up. Do what you wanna do. You only need half the group. Hey, I'll, I'll succeed. I succeeded. Oh. Who else succeeded? I succeeded. Okay, I got it. There was plenty. Everyone As except Aurora. Aurora and tumbles down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Flying hook to Aurora! Yes, yes. Alright, sand burns. And Aurora's yeah. able to grab on to the hook as Daemon just helps hoist her uh hoist her up not the hill. Un- <laughs> not, uh, not in an undignified way. Not in an undignified way. Up she goes. Hey, group checks, let's throw back. Firestorm. And as you get to the top, you see a whole bunch of the wizards start to pour out of Jesus. the hole at the uh, at the bottom as they step onto the sand and start trying to climb up. Mm. 
the sand as well. Ren sets the sand on fire. Wow. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Ren doesn't set the sand on fire. However, he knows that you can, in fact, melt sand. So. I don't want to. He starts. Uh, he starts hurling fireball after fireball, just one after another, at the. Uh, at the. Vertex. Yeah, we'll call it that. No, not at the, the vertex. At the, the lip of the... The lip. Yeah. The, the precipice. precipice. <laughs> Bam! The and precipice of the slope of sand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got it. And uh, as he does so, you see just this... Uh, uh, what starts to form is just this this red molten um, blob. And it's yeah, a roll. Glass ball. 25. That was enough. So as he hurls it, you just see this this red molten ball begin to kind of form, and as it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, it then starts to blob down the hill in the direction of the wizards. He's trying to do something to, to, yeah, to buy him a little bit of time things. before Kaz gets here. Oh yeah, I want to see a wizard get blobbed with molten glass. All right, looking around, you can now see what Kaz was talking about. For there's a huge dome surrounding this uh, whole area uh, going very far in each direction and rising very high into the sky. Some sort of uh, large field that has been created over this entire area, presumably all the way through the vault as well. Crazy. What does it do? You don't know. Ben, what does it do? I don't know. Uh, what's her? So maybe uh, our checking with Arcana might uh, yield results for that. Oh, I can do that right now. I thought I just used my turn nuking the sand. Uh, I mean, okay. it's just all right. So quickly, uh, that is a thirty-two. Huge. The field appears to be a sort of dampening effect, preventing any portals from being formed inside Aww. here. It is a magic that is fairly commonly used in places like uh, in prisons, uh, hi- higher budget. Prisons and such. But on uh, this scale and on such short notice, that's was, unusual. Yeah. It wasn't here when we got here. Definitely not. I know. Like, we would have seen this, right? For sure. Okay. This is new. And Kaz did radio in saying something was formed. Uh, Dan was to do perception checks to try to find Kaz. That's what you just did as well. Oh. Never mind. Well, you, you already did. You just go for it. 37. Where's the ship? Where's the ship um, indeed? Where's the as Hugh looks around and Ren is just blasting fireball and fireball at this uh, at the sand, preventing uh, preventing many of the minions from coming over, you start to see strands of energy shooting up through the sand as you can feel the ground start to rumble beneath you as clearly there is a huge amount of pent-up energy beneath your feet that feels like it is being released. Uh, and then suddenly... A mere 50 feet away, you see the airship appear out of thin feet? air. Oh, what? What? As uh, slowly, you don't see it uh, uh, immediately, you see Heptos standing on the edge of the ship, holding his hands out as you see a large bubble start to dissipate from around the ship. And then you see Heptos fall to his knees and uh, the Genasi brothers on the edge of the ship say, Come on! Flying up time again! 
Uh, yeah, I mean, without looking back at the, uh, whatever, hordes of, uh, supercharged wizards, damn man, half, half flies, half hooks up to the edge, and begins to throw down ladders, uh, for the rest of, uh, the people to, to, uh, board. Uh, and as you do so, you see, uh, Hectos' eyes pure white as a huge, um, bright white halo is around him as he just keeps pulling his hands, uh, putting his hands out and pulling up as you see these sort of platforms appear below your feet, helping rise, uh, raise you up and pull you towards the airship. Nice. Good move, Heptos. Alright. Ren, though he gets irritated with Heptos, must acknowledge the fact that that is pretty wicked. Totally awesome. So all aboard, Damon goes to the nearest alarm bell, fucking rings that shit. So Kaz knows we're all aboard, time to leave. Alright. You hear Kaz yell, Yar! Here we go! He says, Dunno if going through that uh, barrier is a good idea, but and then you see the airship just start to move. And then you see cracks forming in the sand below you as bright white energy starting to shoot up as it sears some of the uh, some of the wizards chasing after you and one of them falls into one of the cracks and you hear a ah! <laughs> that guy he used to be a oh, housewife well, or she used to be a housewife as several others are there and then You see, rising up from one of the cracks as more explosions go off and sand is flying into the air, once again, the figure of a wrath floating up out of the sand as the airship is starting to move away. Is he within range? Did you take a pot shot? Dude, no. He's within range of you. You're only going to make him angry. Oh my god, this is the first time anyone's actually attacked a wrath. Whatever. That'd be a crit, that'd be awesome. No, not really, just a nine. Uh, what is that? It's like a guaranteed hit. It's an even 30. As you see the arrow sail through the air directly at a wrath, the arrow just burns up in midair as you see a little bit of ash hit his robe, which he just uh, wipes off with his hand as he puts his hands out, and then you see several black horses form around him oh. as a bunch of the wizards start hopping onto them. And then he waves his hands over as you see dozens more horses just uh, leap out of fire in the ground and more of them get mounted with wizards. Oh, you mean he's not gonna let us get away? He then, uh, you see him then point his, uh, as he, he's actually holding a tome, as he always does. As he is holding a tome, you see a large black horse form below him with, uh, and then the wings outstretch huge wings of fire as they flap up and he starts floating into the air as the other horses fly into the air as well, pursuing after you. Ren says, this may be an ill-timed thing, but if there's a way we can knock him off that horse and keep his tome, <laughs> I would really be into that. Earth Noted. Actually, just laughs. Both I'll, take, I'll take care of that. Yeah. Ren says, just kidding. Okay, right. And Damon says, uh, looks at you and Heptos, he says, well, after we get out of this thing, can we make the ship teleport somewhere else? He says, uh, it doesn't, he says, 
I don't know what it cost him to make that place below explode, but he might tear us apart. I don't know if he made the thing explode. It could have been the whole Earth mode. Let's not apart. find out. Red says, knows? I don't really have the capability to make a portal like that that fast. But maybe there's something in this book that Frida just gave me as he looks down and begins. Unfortunately, to... any rituals need to be mastered before they can be cast. Fuck. Unless it's a scroll. How's Hepto's looking? But Are she there said any you were ready. On the pages I tear all the pages out. Now it's a scroll. No. It's a ritual book. You're like, talk stupid. No, 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 no. It's a good question. It's just kind of flipping through, seeing if there's anything with pre. Scrolls are like ritual books that have already been half cast into the scroll, and they, you can just release the magic without needing to master it. Unfortunately, um, there aren't any of those pages. There aren't any of those in here. How's Hepto's looking? Does he look like he has uh, one more invisibility spell? One more shift our ship. Uh, he's. You see, he's uh, he is just out of breath as his knee is to the ground. And you see, uh, you see him try as you kind of see an orb appear, and uh, as he says, uh, he says, "I was holding the last one for a long time," and he is uh, trying to do it again. As you can see, his halo gro- uh, glowing brighter and brighter. Damon says, "Save your strength. We'll hold him off. But if you can get us out of here." Ren goes up beside Heptos and takes a knee and begins to focus in what he thinks. Heptos is doing, but he's not sure in an attempt to assist him. Just in case he didn't hear Dan. He's taking pot shots off the bow. We're just staying there. Alright. Damon starts to marshal the forces on the ship and get everyone ready for this. So, basically runs up to the up to like the pot, uh, the poop deck where the they uh, uh, they steer the ship from and it's like ringing the bells to get everyone on deck, yelling out in orders in his terrible sailor speak. And uh, calling all hands, all arms, all everyone, man the catapults, and the other whatever ballistas. It's go time. Full on assault. Alright, what was your rush? Alright, let me roll uh, my. I'm doing. I'm gonna do. The diplomacy. The heck of it. 27. Alright. Brandis! Runs over to one of our ballistas, where a halfling is lining up a shot with one of the guys, and shouts, "You call that a knot!" and throws a halfling, <laughs> and grabs onto the ballista and starts shooting at the pursuing forces, even if they're out of range. All right, but the ballista, so nothing's out of range with the ballista. Basically, um, twenty-one, thirty-seven arcane. What was yours? I was. Oh, you were assisting Haptos. Yeah. Right. And Aurora. Aurora is um, going to try to distract the uh, the people flying up at them, and she's inwardly channeling Bahamut as hard as she can. And is on every single ballista shot that that Brandis shoots, she's casting her light spell over and over again. So these huge bolts of, of white light are shooting at them. Hopefully. The, they won't be as uh, as organized when they have like light bulbs, you know, launched at them. Maybe they'll fall off their horse and scream and die. Uh, you want that to be an attack? Um. Uh, uh, religion. Yeah. Yeah. Or religion. I mean, anyone. 
Okay. Ugh, fuck. Um. Blast him! Where is my attack? Um, uh, other your first take one of your green skills. 20. Alright. Heptos. Or 24, sorry. Continues to try uh, to create, you know, to create these barriers, and with Ren's help assisting him, he, uh, he is able to create not a barrier around the whole ship, but at least some of them. As you see, spells start to fly towards you as the black horses rise into the air towards you, and uh, and their riders casting spells. He's able to create shields to block many of the block many of the attacks. Only one gets through immediately, scorching one of the halflings who falls off of the airship down below. Brandis and the the other crew grabbing the ballista and firing multiple uh, huge ballista bolts. Brandis is able to catch one, two, three guys with a single bolt. Yes! Yes. Why did they move together? (laughs) uh, And with Daemon's leadership, uh, the others are also firing and managed to pick off some of them, but the forces are, are dozens and back down on the ground, maybe even hundreds in number as they are pouring out of the vault and even more of them coming uh, coming from almost all around as it is. They're strangely just coming from, not from every direction, but almost in a 180 degree arc, there are more coming from off the horizon. <laughs> Hugh, what was his role for taking more pot shots? Uh, Who's he aiming at? Uh, Hugh, well, that's a good call. Specifically, he's aiming at the horses, because he's learned from Ren's many... He's like, why don't we take those winged horses everywhere we go? And Ren's like, if they get hit in battle, they immediately disappear. So he's shooting all the black horses he can find. Hoping that that is the same true. And hopes the guys just fall. Um, uh, what kind of for attack? Just attack rolls? Just go ahead and do it like an outdoor attack. Alright. Um, twin strike. 17 to 3. So, that's... Uh, 17 is very high. Well, one of them is. And you said you were aiming at horses. Horses. Oh, the horses. He strikes, uh, strikes some of them. And you see, when he hits them, they immediately uh, kind of disappear into a ball of fire, sending its rider to the ground. <laughs> Riding a ball <laughs> of fire. Excellent. Terrible. And then they able to get <laughs> multiple shots. The worst transformer. However, Arath leading <laughs> the air cavalry is gaining on you very quickly as. Every five feet he moves forward, ten feet you see that he just kind of disappears into a ball of fire and appears closer as just moving, uh, just gaining on you very quickly as he is catching up. Damon standing on the deck, as fast as he can, runs slash swings on the lines to get to the back of the ship, and as he does, you see him rise up floating above the deck as he begins to conjure winds. And no, this ship has no sails. But as he tries to generate a slipstream of kind of like a kind of a vortex of wind in the direction to get them closer to the edge of the barrier, uh, he tries to to uh, assist the the ship as it travels through the element in which he uh, in which he perpetually uh, exists. All right, so that's uh, it's not the best of all. Uh, it's going to be twenty two. Describe him failing. He does the. I mean, as he, 
<laughs> the ship's got no sails. I mean, <laughs> he does everything he, that he was trying to do. But I mean, in terms of like a, a ship as large as as he's talking about, uh, as weighted as he's talking about, there's just not enough surface area to uh, uh, to gain that uh, that significant an effect. And it, pouring his elemental energy uh, into creating such a large uh, effect leaves him uh, winded and tired, like <laughs> Heptos. <laughs> so uh, yeah, li- leaves him exhausted. Uh, and spent just like Hepto's um, as he continues to uh, try to help in other ways. Before you even know it, as a couple of the pursuers are down, you see that Arath has come, I mean, within sword distance of the what? airship. Oh, God. I mean, he's, ga- I mean, he's, you know, he's flying five feet and then teleporting ten feet and then Why flying just five feet. Never mind. That thought does cross through uh, Aurora's mind as he uh, he is not hurling any spells at you. With the final burst of fire, he ends up standing on the deck of the airship. Do we have our airship model? Um, where's Clefin? Ren is standing up Mid-ship. towards... Mid-ship. Mid-ship. Are you... I'm up towards the front of the ship with Heptos. Zap. Yes, he's kind of in the front, just create, trying to create these shields. Aurora, you're helping him shoot... Stuff. Yeah, I was with you. And Damon as well. He's back here. No, where you were like yelling at people. Grosh. Where are you? Me? I was in the back ship. Trying to, no, I was trying to funnel the winds. Funnel the winds. Colbin's around. For sure. Eric, Eric, oh, yeah, Eric. Eric, I'm going to need one other mini. Yeah. Uh, Janassi brother. What else do you need? Oh, yeah. Fire. Oh, my goodness. I need a mini. We're back. The end. <laughs> the end is nigh. I don't want to lose the ship. <laughs> Guys. Oh, holy shit. You got options. He appears on the rear of the ship. And you see, now that he is close, that on his head is the crown of Aqua. Oh, that's right. He does have it. I guess that's a good place to keep it. There's four right here. Okay. So there are four left. He's wearing the Crown of Ogden? No, I like that guy. Okay. This guy is waiting. Well, where would you keep it? <laughs> what are you doing? He's just appeared standing on the ship. Holding his tongue. Does Brain is recognized? Yes, Brain is recognized. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he looks like he did before. He's just evil. Now that you take a close like a... look at him. Holy shit. That was quick. As you take a close look at Arath, he looks much as he did before, but a lot of the features in his face there? have become more pale. His eyes are almost a solid red as they burn with fire, and you can see um, just kind of all over him there are these signs of, not age, but might, you might expect from someone that has done so much uh, that has done so much evil that that, that, that it eats Are away at his, at, at his his very physical body. He frowns yeah. a lot. Brian, yes. Ren stands up and finds himself uh, sensing the presence of an 
powerful person on the boat now, on the ship, stands up and turns around. Doesn't run or anything like that, but just looks from one end of the boat to the other and watches to see what's going to happen. Brandis. Austin. Um, Brandis looks over and slowly lets go of the, um, of ballista. the ballista. And, uh, normally, you know, Brandis, normally he would get someone, toss them into it, and they keep shooting. Um, and, uh, but he lets go. He says, somebody take that. And, uh, and grips Shehi and the blade comes into form as he, also, like Ren, just watches what's going on and prepares and readies for uh, a wrath casting spell to charge it. Alright. Aurora activates her hammer and she looks over to Dam and she says, if things get really bad, I want you to run. Don't, don't wait for me. Damon uh, nods and he says, he says, come on, you know I couldn't escape, uh, get away from you if I tried. So hopefully it won't come to that. And uh, he looks to Arath uh, and says, uh, so finally we have something worthwhile to you, that you've come to find us. It is good to see you again, my old friend. Looking to Damon, he smiles. Does anyone else say anything? Uh, Hugh says, So you know the deck of many things force you to betray us, right? (laughs) 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 That's the mark. He cocks one eyebrow at that, and, uh, um, and he just says, hmm. He says, an interesting theory. We saw it in a vision. One of Kalaz. Very revealing. He says, if you are referring to the means by which the scroll came into my possession, then perhaps you are right. But it is a gift that I have been given the secret to locate. And then he just kind of puts his hand to the crown. He also asked, what was the puppet's soul thing? Wow. Brandis will interrupt him for their our absurd questions, but wants to know the answer. Anderson 360. Hugh Weaver. <laughs> Hugh Weaver 360. Weaver 360. He looks over you and says, You are more powerful than I had expected. He says, But as you can clearly see, and he gestures over to his uh, Cataclysm. To the to the yeah, to the cataclysm of Black Riders. Of Black Riders. He says, you are no match for me, yet you continue. He says, why? You endanger the fabric of the world? Damon says, uh, he holds him eye to eye. You know, he doesn't look away. He says, for many different reasons. And he says, uh, he says, Surely you, you you can understand at least some of them. Uh, he just kind of looks over waiting to hear everyone else's answers. Aurora doesn't say a word. She just stares at him, giving the cold eyes. You have to take you out to dinner before you start talking again. Mm-hmm. He does take a step back. Silence. <laughs> 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 
Brandon says. Is that before or after he starts asking doing questions? His, doing his uh, action drama stance. Getting ready to uh, to charge in. He says, uh, that was a that was a uh, dirty trick with the uh, with the violin. That was a dirty trick. But your mistake was not finishing us off. He looks at Brandis and he says, "You wield the weapon." And Brandis, as he's doing this, comes around. This is this is Obi Wan and Darth Vader right here. Yeah, get some. Obi Wan didn't prepare too well on that. <laughs> he's Obi Wan. <laughs> I'm Darth Vader. Oh. <laughs> I hope so. He says, Had you simply embraced your death in the temple, I would not have had to kill so many in my efforts to stay ahead of you. He says, In every instance you have forced my hand, and no amount of willful delusion will change that fact. And Mascar's people wallow in poverty because of you, as he looks into Aurora's eyes as he says this. Ren uh, has now begun to make his way across the deck of the ship to join in the discussion with the rest of the group. He can hear what's going on because even though the ship is still flying through the air, uh, all has gone quiet on it because everybody is kind of waiting to see what's going to happen. He continues his monologue. He says, Without the planar observatory, I'm afraid I'll have to make up for lost time, and that means bodies and minds. Ulgarth will be useful, though the scale need to replicate the scrying power of the observatory. It will be hundreds of thousands, perhaps even millions of lives necessary. Don't you see? If only you stayed out of the way. You shut up! We're not letting any more people die because of you. And she pulses with angry white energy. He, uh, he laughs and he says, he says, Have I not shown you my power? And he snaps his fingers as one of the halflings uh, standing next to you just explodes from the inside with fire as you see limbs and guts and blood fly in every direction. She says, Stop it! Ren, Ren yells to him and says, "What exactly is your plan for the to do with the crown of Ogma? If you're so powerful, why not let us in on it now?" He says, "Your false pleas for enlightenment come far too late. You revealed your alignment in favor of ignorance the moment you sealed off the knowledge of the planar observatory. The untold wonders of that place could have brought Faerun into a renaissance of cosmic philosophy." He says, but no, you short-sighted, small-minded insect. Ren says, you expect me to believe that... Uh, you expect me to believe that all of this chaos and death and evil has been done to better the citizens of Faerun? He says, knowledge! I bring knowledge! You bring knowledge to yourself. He says, he says, to myself and all those around me. And he gestures to, he says... Many choose to follow me. They follow you blindly. They have no choice. He puts out his hand as if to silence Ren. Jesus. It doesn't work. Ren tells him to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Brandis, continue serving. Go back. 
Rent yells to him and says, I will not be silenced by a mere ladrin. He, he, he says, very well, there is only one thing that matters now. Even Baden's greatest fear is nothing compared to Ogma's crown. Uh, as he bows down, he says, Thanks to Amanon's ambition and the wisdom of the throne's keepers, I am able to grant you a small taste of Ogma's power. Uh, and as no he thanks. speaks, you see light to start shimmer in his crown as it arcs between the different points of the crown and down his body and into his, uh, into his fingertips as they all begin to start glowing as you see his eyes start glowing with bright white light. Get off the ship. Urush just says, get off the ship! He says, it's almost a pity you won't be able to appreciate it. Get off the ship! Urush is starting to run towards you guys, like, trying to get you to move back as she, like, is trying to get in between all of you and, and him. Does anyone react? Yeah. She is. She's reacting. That's what her reaction is. She's like, um, fly! Wait, I'm, so, I'm, I'm Use sorry. Use your fly! <laughs> of, course, of course I react. Seriously. Um, he's casting a spell. I'm ready in action for this. Go ahead. During my circling, I'm retroactively saying I was ten feet away. Ah! I <laughs> <laughs> I'm charging uh, towards this. Towards... Alright. Um, should I do an attack? Go ahead. Probably should do an attack. Charging and then inviting him to tea. Go on here and take us where you want to go. Charging and saying, Your hat smells nice. Your hat smells nice. Oh, no! Power attacks and no attack! Are you doing actual attacks now, or is this still. Brandis is. 36 versus AC. 36 versus AC is not enough. Does 41 versus AC? No. No! Brandis, uh, well, again, Brandis circling, and uh, he doesn't like charge in. He's he's only ten feet away when he does this, so it is uh, very much like uh, a very important hand? lightsaber uh. fight I mentioned earlier. And so he just, there's a little bit of space, and just charges in with one huge like master stroke, um, a powerful swing that that is like perfectly formed. It's an excellent blow, but um, cannot be. How does what? What does he do? Is it like? Fire kind of blood. Is it arcane defense? Is he not that? What? As he swings Ushehi down, he finds that it is met with a wall of fire that forms in front of Arath's body, which explodes out in huge force, throwing Brandis back uh, several feet through the air as he falls down at Daemon's feet. Brand yells to him and says, says, I'm most impressed with your uh, ability to harness the powers of fire. What is And as you're doing this, you see he is glowing more and more as the crown uh, glows and sends arcs of white energy through his hands uh, into the ground. And as he starts to hold his hands up, you see just huge swirls of energy coming off of them, which he appears to be almost wielding. Ren says, what if I told you I wanted to join you instead of fight you? Says, what the fuck? He says, it is far too late for that. He says, because of you. And then he says, no more talking. And as he puts his hands out, strands of this white energy shoot towards each of you, starting to reach inside you. How do you each react? Mm. And what is going through your head? Uh, ah. 
Mostly I mean, is it a burst? Is it a burst attack? <laughs> What's going through uh, your head? No, it's a multiple target attack. Okay. Um, disrupt uh, the strike for sure. <laughs> immediate interrupt. Misses, so misses everyone, but hits me. Uh, is that for a burst? It's a multi-target attack. An ally within five squares of me is attacked. Nice. Is the trigger. Do you, do you so you take... can get one person. Everyone's within five squares of me. Want to take five? It's targets only prevents one person. No, it's an ally misses all of your allies at targets, yeah. oh. but automatically hits you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I think that also means that you take all of our damage. If Aurora is doing this, describe it, please. Yeah, go for it. Um, as as he's powering up, her uh, her uh, shield of the champion's code is beginning to become brighter and brighter until you actually can't see her anymore. Uh, behind this like wall of light that's forming in between you and it's silvery and you can kind of see shadows moving in between you um, but as whatever is happening is about to happen it just um, this sound sound becomes muted behind it and something happens I don't know what as the strands of light are pulled away from each of you deflecting as you see five strands of light all shoot into Aurora. And Aurora just yells, run! A huge amount of speed. And that's the as only sound you she hear. yells, run, you hear it echo over the air, for as it engulfs her body, you see Aurora no longer standing there. Damn. As these strands of light retract back into Aras' hands, and then he said, uh, and he says, damn you! And appears to begin to attack again. Damon goes to try to grab the crown from his head. Oh my god. <laughs> Might as well make off with it while we while it's in reach. Alright, so that's gonna be a nice. He's gonna go with uh, 33 acrobatics as he just runs over and tries to just uh, tries to do a flip over a rat's body and just steal it from his head as he begins to prepare his next spell. Go ahead and describe it in detail up until the point at which he would be grabbing the crown. Uh, well, basically, this kind of, this radiant light kind of goes targeting towards Aurora, and immediately as it sucks off to Aurora is when Damon kind of, like, springs into action. And, I mean, things are happening so quickly that, I mean, you know, kind of, like, one step, two step, like, the, 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 the light shifts, and Aurora starts kind of glowing, like, you know, a third step, and, like, she just winks out, but he's kind of halfway there, just, you know, muscles kind of, like, as tense as he can. He's moving, he's moving, like... As, uh, as quickly as you've ever seen him, but, I mean, compared to the speed at which things are just going off, it, uh, he, can't, he can't get there as quickly as, he, as he'd like. Finally, all of his muscles kind of go taut as he just launches through the air, kind of half jumping, half kind of, like, flowing as his body kind of goes immaterial. His hand kind of, like, phases into kind of, like, a mostly kind of, like, silhouetted wind material as it goes through one of Arath's, Arath's kind of shield, and then it goes to reach for the crown end! And then, uh, with, uh, Faster speed than uh, than Damon even hoped to gather. Arras' hand is up as he grabs Damon's hand, reaching for him, and you see the white energy shoot through his hand and fill Damon as his entire body just turns into bright white light. And then Arath lets go as you see the light disappear as Damon is gone. Yeah. Brandis, uses a minor action, gripping his. Wyvern token! Yes! <laughs> Calling 
it into place. And, um, and not at a full, well, it, it's a, it's definitely a run. But stalls for just one moment here and says, Hugh, come on, get on. And he just says, come on, let's go. And leaps over the edge. And leaves Flyburn waiting dock at the side of the ship. <laughs> as, uh, as you see Dalman, or, or as you see Brandis just leap over the side of the ship, what is Hugh and Ren doing? Ren, as soon as he saw, uh, as soon as he saw Wrath pick Dalman out of the air, well, <laughs> he, he was already making his way towards the side of the boat when, after, uh, Aurora Why got, disappeared, uh, and then when he caught Dalman in midair, uh, Ren knew then that, uh, with two of his companions down, the remaining three didn't stand a chance, and as he saw Brandis uh, make a beeline for the edge of the boat, Ren also ran for the side and hurled himself over the side, relying on his wing bracers. All right, and Hugh. Hugh. Uh, Hugh uh, begins backing up, firing arrows as he goes. Uh, doing attacks on the run. What is his dailies? Arrows, folks. That's wrong. <laughs> Think of the Doom Dreamers. Arrows are greater than magic. Just like Ray's perfect. I want to uh, uh, slow himself down by shooting arrows downward. I'm speeding up. Breaking the wind. Uh, dexterity. This is one and two. Nine. Four. Not great. So the first one is a. They're miss half damage, so it'll lose something. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> Guaranteed damage. Uh, first one's a 30 AC. Crits, come on, Q, we need crits! First one's a 30 AC. 30 AC is not enough. Okay, second one is a less. Less is not enough. Oh, but they both do half damage, so roll damage? Yes, roll damage. Excellent. Uh, might have two, might have resistance, side eight. Yeah. yeah, so that's 17 plus another 9. Those were decent rolls. So 17 plus 9 is 26 plus, uh, what's 13 times 3? 39? 13 times 3? So 26 plus 39. It's going to be divided by 2 in the end. 65 divided by 2 is, what, 32? Yeah. As the arrows sail towards Arath, you see, uh, you see the first one just kind of dis, uh, uh, get burned in this uh, in a fiery shield. As the other one barely connects through as it strikes him in the shoulder. You see him look as he just grabs uh, as he grabs the arrow, and you see it burn in place as it just melts to ash. As, as he to cauterize uh, As on his he was shoulder. firing, yeah. he is also moving over the side of the ship and hops on Wyvern. That's part of his movement as he's firing. So he's retreating while firing. Alright. Flutter flies, flies away as soon as you know. Yeah, Ren's not actually on the ship anymore. Get him out of there. Got a marker. I think that you might have the best on fly pose. Like <laughs> <above> <laughs> Well, a lot better than where Brandis is right now. Are you still in love with your ring of falling? Like, did you As like, fly for all you? three of yeah. you are yeah. leaping over the edge, 
Arath shot in the shoulder. You see uh, um, Hugh, the, 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 just by a split second, the last one to kind of go over. You see Arath uh, walk over to the edge of the ship wow. as he holds his hand down, and you see the strands of white energy shoot down, catching Brandis, Ren, and Hugh, but not Flyburn. Huh. Okay. As Flyburn. it engulfs each of you fully. And uh, Hugh is the first to disappear on Flyvern Brandis. And Brandis starts falling backwards as look up. As then Ren, and then Brandis sees the white energy shooting after him. He buries the. <laughs> falling backwards out of through the sky. Fun Everyone yeah. else. Every campaign, Greg. Every yeah, credits are here. Everyone else finds themselves standing on stone floor with rain hitting all around them and on their heads. Everyone done? Wow. Uh, um, Brandis, uh, Daleman, Ren, and Hugh. You each find yourselves surrounded by strangers. I really hope he didn't just teleport us out and then nuke the shit out of the rest of the place. Because he said we wouldn't be there to see Stay in the present. You guys aren't discussing yet. Okay. Yes? You didn't say my name. Uh, I will handle Aurora later. Alright. We're in the presence of strangers and each other, or just strangers? Just strangers. Okay. Ren says aloud, where are we? Who are you? Huh? And with strangers? Oh, you're talking to everyone's with strangers. But you're talking to me. Yes. I mean, I don't know him. You don't know him. Uh, Hugh takes a few steps back from whoever's next to him and tries to get a better view of his surroundings. Okay. Uh, Thirty-seven perception. It's rain and there's a stone floor. Are we indoors, outdoors? You're outdoors, standing on what appears to be the edge of some sort of, uh, some sort of, like, castle-like thing, you know, or, or, or city walls or something like that, with rain falling all around you. And as Hugh takes a quick glance around, he finds that he does not recognize any of the people around him, except for, uh, the human that is standing there with him, who seems, uh, strangely familiar, although... He is extraordinarily disoriented and finds it hard to, um, kind of hard to figure out what exactly, uh, is going on. And it is when Hugh looks at his own arms, he sees the strangest part, that his hands look nothing like his hands have ever looked, as it is a paler skin, longer fingers, and, um, and he even sees that he is a different height than he is used to. This is strange. Does he say that out loud? Uh, yes, he says this out loud. He says, this is strange. As he begins to look at who he's around with. Ren says to the stranger that just said, this is strange. Uh, he, Ren immediately looks to him, because Ren is in a sense, has a, is confused as well, and, and looks to him and says, what is strange? 
this doesn't feel right. Brennus looks around and says, and just mumbling, so it's barely says, this isn't really that bad for hell. <laughs> kind of. Cameron's much more Evan. frantic. Like, do they come through, or do they end up here in, like, the same position physically, or are they, like... No, you just, okay. you're just standing there okay. yeah, as if you had just woken still... up from being asleep, except you're standing. So, so a little shaky. Do, we do we recall how oh, we got let here? Finish, let me finish. Yeah. Da- so Damon comes, comes to, and he's kind of shaking and looking around, and starts calling out Aurora, Ren, Hugh, and Brandis, like, looking for people... Well, not Hugh and Brandis, because he doesn't know what's happened to them. But, but calls up first Aurora's name to see if uh, if she's if she's here wherever they've ended, wherever he's ended up. And looking looking for the people, looking for the rest of the people, looking for yeah Aurora. He calls out Aurora's name. Who's looking around for her, and then starts doing the same for Brandis, Hugh, and Ren. Okay, roll uh, uh, like a perception for looking okay. around. Uh, 28. As uh. Damon is looking around. He finds that he's trying to look, but he finds that his eyes are just not as keen as he is used to. Like, uh, you know, maybe it's this kind of throbbing headache having just been, or that he's so disoriented, but he finds it hard to kind of focus, to, to, to focus as he usually does. Uh, and the rest of you uh, hear this strange man calling out uh, Aurora's name, and then the names of the rest of you. But he is not someone that you recognize at all. Brandis is going to speak up immediately, assuming this is the second step of an elaborate trap. Ren says to the stranger, he says, Why do you seek these people? He says it to... So uh, he answers to you. Do, do, can I, it's like my vision like blurred. Can I even see who's talking to me? Like, Is it clear or am I completely just like... There's a dragonborn speaking to you. Okay. Uh, I look at the dragon board and sorry, what did you say exactly again? I said, Why are you seeking these people? Damon said, My friends were fighting a wrath. Then he kind of like, like kind of like goes back kind of suspiciously and he says he says, Do you know what's become of them? Ren says Ren uh, looks at the stranger and says, What is your name, stranger? Damon says, uh, I'm Damon. He says, uh, companions, my companions and I, we were on, uh, an airship. Ren interrupts him and says, I know Damon of the Wind. You are not him. Damon kind of like, like starts thinking about Orm a little bit and he says, looks down at himself. Do I also look long and pale and wiry? You look different. What do you look like? Oh, uh, I look very hairy. <laughs> I'm a shifter. <laughs> Uh, Damon finds himself in what appears to be the body of a shifter. Uh, and as he kind of like feels like fangs in his mouth, kind of like, and like that his talk doesn't seem right, he just says, uh, he says, uh, he kind of says, I, I don't, and then he kind of gets, he says, I'm Damon, I just don't look like him right now. <laughs> he says, he says, I've gone on many adventures and traveled many lands with Damon. If you claim to be him, you could. You will tell me something that will prove. It is then that Ren realizes that the uh, something was off that he couldn't quite put his finger on, and all of a sudden he realizes that he is looking down at everybody. 
For he is, uh, for he is taller than all the people that he is standing next to. And, uh, looking down it's at his... It's kind of a good feeling. Looking down <laughs> at his hands, you can see that his, uh, his arms are, uh, scaly, and he has the hands of a dragonborn. Uh, does he feel strong and healthy, aside from his, uh... Current state. Obvious current state of confusion, but physically, does he feel okay? Physically, feels okay, although very foreign. He kind of, when he realizes, and he kind of looks over at the creature that says that he's Damon, and he looks at himself, and kind of moves around and Dude. jumps up in the air and lands and says, "Huh, what's this about? This is an interesting." Turn yeah, of events. That dragon boy's acting <laughs> the, the, the jumping. Brandis, seeing these people interact, these strangers, yeah. um, is uh, think. I mean, can can recognize the 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 style of, of talking the and, and, and the thought process and the mannerisms of of his old companions, but is still not quite sure. And uh, knowing that he is not a good judge of character, still attempts an insight check. Or nature. We're natural creatures. That probably would have been a better <laughs> idea. <laughs> the dials on the table. Uh, twelve. Are these imposters? He doesn't know. Certainly as, so. As Brandis tries to tries to figure out if these are imposters, he is met with a, an extraordinarily conflicting um, sense. For when he looks at them, he 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 almost knows that they are not. That these are his companions, but he is not remembering his companions from the airship, as he is looking around at these actual people he sees before him, he feels like these, these, this dragonborn, this shifter, this, um, Eladrin, are his companions. Um. Feels right. He steps forward. Yes, And, uh, and says, and, and looks at who he suspects. Grand a woman. Um. <laughs> <laughs> who he suspects um, are are his are Damon and Ren and says Damon Ren is that is that you and Damon kind of like goes down like three legs and starts scratching looks at his hand <laughs> and says uh, who are you claiming to be and as he looks at him he realizes that of all the people here that. Uh, Brandis is the only one that he actually vaguely recognizes for yeah. the face. There is a, a the face and the body and the and, and the strength of the person before him looks very similar to a companion he was just with named Brandis. But uh, but he looks different. How does he look different? Um, no long hair, bald uh, bald top with a little bit of a little bit of scruff around the sides, and an angry beard. Color. But but through the right. beard you can see that the nose and the eyes mm. is distinctively Brandis like it were a relative or a, a grandfather or something. Kind of crans that forward and he says, You do look like a Brandis, one of them. Brandis says, What has happened to you? Polymorph? A spell? What? Damn yeah, it. So it's kind of scratching. Ren? Sorry. No, here you go. Ren is still uh Ren is still nervous about this, and he's not quite sure what to think. So he looks at Brandis and says, Tell me the tale of your last wife. <laughs> Brandis says, She was 
an animal in bed. <laughs> Ren says, "Good enough for me." And he looks. And he looks to Daemon. He says, "This isn't my first transformation, but the other one I remember took more time." As uh, these three are talking, um, uh, Q in Melagen's body is just kind of stays silent, standing back. What is he doing? He's Get just sort of watching his companions and trying to gauge if this is. As strange as it does sound, maybe he has been transported in a foreign body, and maybe these are his companions. But he's uh, gauging him. He does insight checks to set, try and read these people he's with. Uh, he doesn't do that well. It's a seventeen, so he's not sure. He's still suspicious. Ren turns around after he kind of has accepted the fact that, at least inside, these are his companions turns around and because he's he's kind of stoked because he's huge now he used he's he's so used to just being like the brunt of all the jokes and the little guy that you know that gets all the little kitty jokes and now he towers over you guys and he weighs as much as like a lot of you and and he feels like he could just bowl you over like nothing and as he's kind of strutting around he turns around and he sees this strange Aladrin just standing there staring at us and he says you, huh? He says, maybe. <laughs> he says, don't <laughs> say maybe, I know it's you. You stand there looking and questioning in your head. Not asking, but merely observing. <laughs> the woman starts laughing. <laughs> Are there other people here? No, it's just you four it's standing just on the, on okay, the parapets. Here. Okay, so we're not making fools of ourselves in front of other people. That's a little nervous. Okay, who knows who Who knows who they who knows who they used to be? Does anyone recognize where we are? Damn, so it's running around all fours. Yeah, is it? So it's we're on the uh, edge of the Roll castle. Roll like a history check to see if you recognize the area. I, I like know, that idea. But... Ren, in his excitement. Oh, sorry. No, yeah. Ren, in his excitement, starts to clap his hands and gets all excited. He's just caught up in being a dragonborn. It's pretty sweet. And when he does so, he feels a little bit of magic. Maybe. Come up inside him. Detecting magic? Uh, what'd you get? 15. Anyone else rolling a history check to see if they recognize It was very low. Who said My history check is very low. I will try Brandis does recognize this place. He's been here before. He can't recall the de- he can't recall the details of it, but this is some sort of some sort of keep. Uh, I mean, all, kind of obviously around, but it is familiar. As he looks over the landscape, he, he's he's definitely. I mean, that's not that unusual for Brandis. He's been everywhere, man. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is definitely a place he's been. He feels like he's stood on the same spot and looked over the uh, the valley in front of him. Francis. I've been here, like kind of, kind of like waving to you, like who's kind of still like, I'm a dragon bone, is like turning to you and be like, I've been here. Damn, kind of like goes to the edge and kind of like peers over, kind of like sniffing and like looking down, like over the wall, just craning his neck everywhere, and he says, I don't know. Uh, he says, there's nothing here that that uh, that indicates any connection to where we used to be. A lot less sand, at least. I don't remember when. My memory is... Meanwhile, terrible. Aurora feels cold. Oh, 
And damp. Aww. <laughs> Worse. And her wrists hurt. Oh, man. Back to you guys. <laughs> Three facts. As, as, as Damon is wow. kind of sniffing and saying, I, I don't know what this is, and, and Brandis is saying that he recognizes it, Ren's just kind of jumping around still and stomping on things. And, like, he, like, picked up a huge rock that was standing there that or that was sitting there that there's no way he it's like the size of what he was like his known body he picks it up and like throws it a little bit and he's just kind of nonchalant and says yeah I don't recognize this place either and keeps just Brandis. playing with his new body that sounds dirty it's not dirty though. it's pretty, pretty dirty <laughs> um Brandis suddenly stops and says and kind of like obviously does like a mental like you guys know Brandis he's not slow but he's definitely like Where's Aurora? At that, Ren kind of stops and turns around. Is he still wearing his ring? No. He says, Ren says, I hadn't thought about that. I, I, I've had this connection with Aurora for so, for so long, but I feel nothing now. And he looks down at his hands and he's not wearing the ring that has just almost become part of his hand because he never takes it off. He says, I feel nothing. Aaron kind of scratches the wall a little bit and kind of like tests the stone and see if he can like climb down the edge of the wall. Uh, he finds that um, in this body he finds it to be very foreign and uh, he's not as sure about the muscles and kind of the movement and uh, doing anything dangerous like that could be uh, hazardous to what is at least temporarily feels like his health. Yes. So he kind of like tests the little paw and kind of slips and he goes, ah! And like jumps up and kind of back onto the person looks down and says, uh, he says, I don't know where Aurora is, but maybe we should try a door. Right, so she must have gotten here first. <clears throat> I don't, I mean, she, we, we were last, I was last to be attacked by him, and I saw all of you fully, but. Yeah, Damon, like, looks around, and, uh, it says, he says, I don't know, I just got, I was, <sighs> the crown, right there, and he, <coughs> we should find some weapons. Rens, he starts looking around. Rens, Suddenly, the world around you. You find uh, all the visuals just sort of shudder and quake as uh, you see the mountains kind of almost tilt and move back as you find something strange. And then you feel, uh, you see copies of your own bodies suddenly appear in front of you in an almost a ghostly, uh, ghostly appearance as you see the bodies, new bodies your four bodies, your uh, new bodies, okay. not your original bodies. Uh, standing at the edge of the wall here as they're kind of pointing over the edge and you see them mouthing as if they're uh, speaking. It looks like they are discussing tactics and then suddenly it disappears and you find yourself back to normal. Ren says... out-of-body experience? Yes. Ren says... You all experience this. That was strange as he then makes his way over to the wall and looks over to see if he can see what they were talking about, what they were pointing at. Yeah, the tactics that 
Are we? I mean, are we standing on yeah. top of a tower and there's she was 10, curious to see if we're alone standing out there that are going to attack us in five minutes or what? You don't see anyone out there. Damon looks for a staff. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Aurora finds that it is dark and cold. And as she looks around, as her and eyes start to, uh, um, I mean, she just finds herself super disoriented and tired and hungry. And uh, she can see torch, uh, she can see kind of torchlight in the distance and hear footsteps as uh, she just finds she has to close her eyes as uh, it's like a migraine that she's feeling. Back to you. Gren, uh, is still thinking about Aurora and what happened to her and just decides, ah, the heck, we might as well try it, and yells out in his loudest cry that he can do. Just yells out Aurora's name, and then listens to see if there's any answer. Calls out uh, Aurora's name? Yes. You hear an echo over the valley, but no answer. Are we so we're on the top of of a structure? Yes. Yeah, like on the parapets of a, of a, of a wall of a keep. Okay, I thought so, we were outside of a keep or something. So then, Ren turns. Well, I mean, you're but you're outside, as in you know, the rain's falling on you, but right, you're okay. not on the ground. Versus you're standing on a stonework surface. In that high vision, up. okay, we saw tactics. Does anyone feel like we were invading? It, I mean, are we invading or defending? That's a good question. Or were they? Or are we? This is weird. I mean, what, whatever was in that, like, vision. Actually, Brandon says, what do you have on you? What? And starts looking at their gear, like, we don't, do we have any of the stuff My we have before? Is... I belong to. A quick uh, survey of your own equipment that you're wearing it is uh, none of your um, own personal equipment, but it is. Uh, you will find yourselves all very well armed, uh, just with foreign weapons, uh, and you can kind of immediately tell that you are definitely armed in magical equipment as well. Uh, whatever bodies you are in are at least um, experienced fighters of some sort. Hmm. Fascinating. Experienced um, combats. Yeah. So, Ren looks over the other side of the parapet and is trying to see if he can see anyone else in the fortress. He does see he sees, uh, as he looks over, he can see on the grounds of the, uh, of the keep in here that there are, uh, there are many people sparring with each other, and now that you can, uh, that you're listening for it, and your kind of disorientation and sort of headache is going away, you can kind of hear the clang of, uh, or rather the clatter of wooden swords as, uh, people appear to be, uh, training down the area. There are a couple people that are looking up towards you, clearly in reaction to you yelling someone's name. Ren all of a sudden wishes maybe he hadn't done that. <laughs> and uh, the, the people looking up is sort of kind of wave and then uh, go about their business. Ah, oh, well, no big deal. We're invading and we're really good at it. We've won the hearts and minds. Instantly. Well, if they're not, they're not attacking us. So let's go talk to them. Maybe Suddenly down there. Who knows? You find the ghostly visages of yourself appear once again as sort of the landscape kind of uh, quakes and, and shudders, not physically beneath your feet, but kind of just kind of ghostly double as you uh, see the four of you standing around again as uh, 
as Brandis is sitting there and he seems like he's speaking sternly while the uh, while Ren or the Dragonborn is kind of he's he's making gestures like no and then uh, and then Brandis stomps his foot and he kind of points towards the door and then he leads the way as uh, the other two follow quickly and the Dragonborn reluctantly follows afterwards and you see him move through the door. Destined What's wrong with the door? Brandon says, um, and then the images oh, disappear. Yeah. Y'all feel that again? Yeah. Uh, so I, we we just saw them. We didn't actually just do that. We're not in a hallway or through a door no. or anything. This is like copies of you. Brandon says, I don't like being controlled, but might not hurt to explore this place. Could we? Damon says, yeah, let me check these people one more time. It's a perception check to see if any of the yeah. people downstairs training are looking, uh, well, that's a pair of 19s again, are looking, uh, are looking like they're very disoriented, or any indication that they are not who they seem to be. 30. Uh, taking a glance down, everything seems to be completely normal down there. People just training, fighting, uh... Uh, yeah, I'm nothing, out of, nothing out of the order. I mean, he doesn't know what they would act like normally, but they don't seem to be kind of like. Disorder. You guys are pretty obviously at first being like, Ugh. and they're not. That? Nature check, um, critical nature check, um, <laughs> thirty-five nature. Um, I wish I was something cooler than just uh, determining the power of the guys that were down in the. Like, are they, are they peasants or finds yeah. himself like kind conscripts? of concentrating, yeah, or... looking down there. He can tell that they are, um, they're decent combatants, but, uh, I mean, at least compared to the power of your, your normal selves, uh, they would fall at your hands should they, uh, ever come. They are not formidable. Um, they are not formidable. But they're, they uh, but they seem, they seem okay for guards, maybe average guards of a large city. Says, if we have to fight our way out of here. And then as Brandis kind of looks, he gets this uh, he gets this feeling as his headache pushes in as he realizes that he knows the name of some of the people down there. What? Brandis says I I know this place. I know some of these people. I don't know if I studied it or does he remember like lots of like anything besides their names or just and as he's thinking more he realizes that he's remembering uh, he's remembering a bunch of their names at least some of them others he remembers uh, he remembers them being called uh, just by their you know by their rank not actual names but he knows what he would call them hot dog guy Damon Damon growls at, at the scenario and kind of hunched over you know Regarding the, the large axe on his back, with some suspicion and interest, some gestures towards the door with the claw and kind of starts yeah, bumbering off that way. And his nods and, and, and says, we might find more answers if we continue. And John, thinking hard about, but also comfortable that think we're the bad guys. Suddenly you again feel or, or see bits of the walls kind of shudder with a, a, a white copy, but this time, standing before you, you see a very familiar figure. It is Heptos. Uh, with his halo uh, fully, glow- uh, fully glowing, but it is a uh, it is a ghostly, ethereal version, 
as you see him open his mouth and reach his hand out and then suddenly disappear. Pepto's. I didn't want to hear it aloud. Hmm. Pepto's is trying to make contact with us. It must be! Damn it. Last time someone tried to make contact with us unsuccessfully, it was right before we fought the next <laughs> <laughs> What are you going to do? Why don't you want to come talk to Heptos? You delayed us! Let's keep going. Screw Heptos. <laughs> no, I don't say screw Heptos. Down deeper. Deeper and deeper. Way, way down. down. Can you use walking? Down this hallway until it comes to a dead end. Ren says... You can go to a door that opens up oh. into one of the towers of the... You know, the wall kind of goes, and the, the closest door is like a tower of the keep that you could enter. Oh. Ren, kind of half-joking around as they're walking and looking at things, looks at Brandis and says, Wow, based on these images, you're kind of an asshole. <laughs> Try bossing me around, little man. Brandis says, I'm just trying to figure out where we are. Sir. <laughs> and Ren says, Fair enough. Let's go. We go. Yeah, like we're. Ren gets big and suddenly. I'm cold. Is there anyone else who seems to be like in a position of authority around here? Or? As you enter the door, Luke's. As you enter the door, it opens up into kind of a sort of a lounge area. There's some uh, seats that you could sit in, and there's a fire. Um, there's a fire blazing in a uh, in a fireplace, and a couple people are standing there, or a couple people are sitting there uh, wearing armor. As one of them looks over and he says. Uh, and, and they both stand up and they kind of bow. And Brandis thinks of what does he recognize what these guys should be called? He uh, they look familiar, but he doesn't know who they should be called. Brandis says, "Gentlemen." Clever. Brandis says, "At ease." They kind of look uh, yeah. <laughs> look uh, over at the dragonborn and just kind of go. And he says, "I gotta tell you, man." I'm feeling much better about. Uh, I'm feeling much better about tomorrow with the Mad Monsoon on our side. Brandon says, "Yes." Yes. Brandon says, "Yes, I will be joining you, won't I?" <laughs> and they go, "Damn right!" And they pound the uh, the metal on their uh, their armor, and then they kind of sit back down. Brandon says, "Mark Mack, the Mad Monsoon." Huh? What? <laughs> Mark Mack. Brandis says, Brandis kind of ushering the group to the <laughs> corner there. <laughs> um, says, I think it's coming back. I was here a long time ago. 15, 20 years. There was a massive fight here. A lot of people were lost, but I don't remember. I was here. I think we should follow those 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 visions. Who's Wait. Mark Maddock? Yeah. yeah. I am. You're like, the madman monsoon? You are or Brandis is? No, I I I I, I don't know. I Whoever Wait, you're looking you, at. Are you a younger version of yourself right now? Brandis says, Yes, that I I didn't always I wasn't always Brandis. I don't <laughs> it's it, was a, it was a long time ago. It was Ren says to him in a low voice, you will forever be known as Madmon to me now. 
says, I won't disagree with you. What? Mm. Says, this was this was a long time ago. I don't know what what Arath has done to us. But um, Well But I was here with with you, not you, Damon, and Hugh and Ren, but with this Damon kinda gets to the say, so who am I then? This is I Do I remember? Why the hell were you yelling at me? You don't remember the names of these people. Do you remember why you were yeah. yelling at me? He says, well, that's got to be Heptos trying to bend time. Come through Brent. and say us some, tell us something. What are we here for? Like, Brent go is, follow the visions. What are we doing? What's the battle tomorrow? Um, Brandon says we can get something from, from these soldiers here, but we don't want to just ask them what fighting tomorrow. Why are they glad that the Mad Monsoon is here? Miranda says, um, um, soldier, calling to the guy who we talked to before, um, stands up and says, my memory escapes me in my old age. Have you met my companions? He says, yes, we, we had dinner yesterday in the mess hall. He says, you regaled us with tales of your adventures. We, and then he kind of looks disappointed and he goes, I was sitting across from you. <laughs> Brennan says, Brennan's a joke. Brennan says, you were three drinks in, I couldn't tell if you remembered. Tell me, you don't even remember their names, do you? He, said, he says, uh, of, of course I do. Uh, uh, Zavis, and, um, uh, and then he, uh, he, he thinks and he's like, says, you're I right. Knew I knew it. <laughs> And, and looks at the room and, and surveys them and says, Were any of you paying attention? There's only two guys, and the other guy is saying, noticeably quiet. Were any of you? Were you paying attention? <laughs> he says, I wasn't invited to eat at your table. <laughs> God, these guys are all butthurt. <laughs> Not a good start. <clears throat> Damon just starts, like, unpacking. <laughs> he goes to, like, the corner. He's like, you see him, like, acting kind of weird. He's, like, literally taking off all his gear. And like checking it, like Grenade. looking at <laughs> to see inside. if there's any sort of like <laughs> indication on property. On <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, it just said property of shifter. Finally, <laughs> he finds. Damn it! Finally, he finds <laughs> like a little like chunk of like bark with like something like scrawled on it in like a language he doesn't understand. In the end, like really crooked letters, it says Fearin. and he's like. Does anyone recognize this? And Brandis looks at it. He remembers the name. Someone he traveled with. Brandis says, Yes, I traveled with a shifter for... for some time. I think that's you. Okay. Puts it away, like, in some place safe. He's like, and what was like that's his new identity. He's got to take care of it. <laughs> what was the other name? Who was it? Brandis says, Apparently, my name is Zavis. Do you remember anything about me? Zavis. Do I... Do you remember what do, what, do I, what do I do? As Brandis tries to remember, you feel the walls again quake and quiver as uh, again you see the figure of Heptos standing sort of nearby as he turns to look you see him open his mouth, and he says, Be careful! And then disappears. Who did we see? Heptos. Heptos. But only in the crazy vision form. He's not wandering around yeah, somewhere. Yeah, good vision. Damn, that's mm. awesome. Fearin. 
starts packing up stuff again. Do but, like, can't... Doesn't... Have, this is the first time he's packed the bag, so he can't, like, fit it in there. And then he kind of, like, tries to go with it more naturally, and kind of, like, it comes to him, like, how things go in the bag. And he puts it on. It's a little bit grumbling about the scenario. But says, uh... Monsoon, perhaps it is time for us to retire to our quarters to gain strength for the victory tomorrow. Fringa says, Aye, men, what preparations were left to be done? You say, we await your, uh, your decision of the best tactics to take on the battle at the meeting tomorrow. Says, of course. Or at the briefing tomorrow. Again, I was we checking to see if you were Discussing those tactics, were we not? <laughs> Yes. Um, is this just a dead like this? This tower comes to just this. There's there's no other way out from the door we came in through. Oh no! There's a stairway that goes down. A doorway that leads down like another parapet on the you know ninety degree angle wall to the one you were on. Are we resting? Or are we figuring out like are the guys that we were like our vision thing was like falling like yeah. Are we are we trying to do what we saw? Or are we avoiding that? Uh, Do we still retain? I say we, we try skills and checks yeah. to like try. Follow try follow. Sounds like a good plan. Given I said, be careful. But we don't know. Well, look, you went through this once before, and you lived through it. Brandon says, I don't know if yeah. your, par- your party members did, which is nerve, which is a little bit uh, nerving. But okay, then let's just follow any like hints that we that we got. We came Zap- here. Okay. Brand slash Zavis says to the two sitting there. <clears throat> We have been out discussing tactics for the battle tomorrow, but uh, as we have discussed longer and the hours have grown on or have gone on, uh, perhaps some fresh ideas may be useful for us. Have you guys any ideas for uh, tactics tomorrow? If you were to lead the battle, what would you? Uh, the guy looks and he says, "I am no tactician, not." Compared to you lot, uh, he says. I, he says. He Zab says. Says. Do not doubt yourself. Give me a target and a station to defend, and I will be there. You can trust me. But um, he says I wouldn't know how to command an army. Fearing uh, says yes. Well, now that we have gotten a look of the land, perhaps to your study where all of the uh, uh, information and expectations of. Tomorrow's uh, encounter will be surely stored. Brandon says, "Aye, men, I get turned around in my old age." <laughs> Which way is the way out that we need to be heading? I say, "Well, wh- where are you trying to go?" To our chambers. To, to our chambers. Portal back to my world. <laughs> if you please. <laughs> I want to go. Not too much trouble. They say, they say your quarters are on the ground floor. Just head down to the bottom, uh, head outside. Uh, the third door on the right, head down the hallway. I know where it is. I was wondering which door. <laughs> and as you start walking it's away, you hear, you hear one of the guys say to the others, and you say, what they say about him is true. <laughs> <laughs> Brandis just kind of <laughs> as he opens the door. Yeah, Theron kind of comes in his wake. He's like swatting his tail, which is really weird. It's like he keeps poking tail? in the back. Shifters, oh something in the tail. What? Two. 
the monkey for a lot. I know. There you go. Yeah, it's better than a baboon, but. Baboon! Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Varenus walks out to, uh, our, I mean, Alright, you guys are heading down? Yeah, yeah heading to Varenus our, chamber, our the one quarter. The next one place we know how to get to. <laughs> yeah, the only place so, we So, are we planning on sticking around here, or are we gonna, like, take off and go look for Aurora, or, I don't know. Well, like, we don't have any idea where... Look, you're the one in charge of this thing. You better have some fucking intel at your, at your goddamn, like, study. Does Brandis remember where Aurora is? <laughs> yeah, Ren looks yeah, at Brandis and is like, like, yeah. Go ahead and roll, uh, roll a history check. Of, like, that's better. Boom! All right. Uh, that is... Uh, Any new adjectives for Aurora, by the 30, way? 32. <laughs> Sad. She, she hears comfy. a voice. Someone yelling, You comfy! For a, Completely not. It's like, like, I think you did go to hell. I think I'm in hell. Um, so she's in the dark. Like There's light that's giving her a migraine. And someone just yelled at her. And she's like, trying to, trying to figure out where she is. And so, she's... If, if she recognizes the voice or if it sounds at all like one of Arath's guys, maybe. Doesn't sound familiar in any way. As she kind of blinks her eyes open, she uh, she notices her arms, which are in shackles. That would explain the wrist cramping. That Stuck. would explain why they hurt. And the first thing she's noticing is that she's in shackles and that it hurts and that she's doesn't know where she is, and that all that is terrifying. And then the second thing she notices is how slender her wrists are. Not dwarf. I can get them out of the shackles. Slender shackles. The slack uh, shackles are just as slender. Damn. But uh, she notices that she is uh, she is uh, also much taller as she is kind of standing here against the wall as her arms are up in shackles. She can't really sit down. And she looks down and sees that she has... Uh, long legs as well, but she's kind of wearing rags. She's a little freaked out by this. Uh... Hmm, she tries to find something shiny. Back to you guys. Da, 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 da. So, um, like, 32 tries to keep history. it real on the parade ground. Second? 32 history. Oh, history yes. check. And nailed it. As Brandis tries to remember, where's Aurora? He does <laughs> remember. As he starts to remember the battle and the planning of this time, he remembers it that, that he was here. This that, and, and he is more sure of it now than ever that this is not. He is. He is not in the body of somebody else. This is. This is his own body. He. You know, like he said, 15, 20 years ago was here at this keep doing this, and he remembers a fifth person that he fought alongside with. Brand suddenly says, there was another with us. Another what? Another person. There's another companion in our group. Who is Who is it? Does he remember anything about them? Thinking more, he remembers that it was a very unusual person, and then he remembers the argument that he had up on the parapets with uh, with uh, uh, Zav- Zavis here, that he said it was important that they got the assistance of 
uh, they got the assistance of the prisoner, for she is a fighter, and they could bargain for her freedom if she helped you in the fight, and that Brandis had made the decision to do this, much to Zavis's uh, chagrin. Brandis says, it's a prisoner, and we have to free them. Damon says, well, good thing, don't know where the jail is. I'm sure we can get someone to tell us. We seem to have some sway around here. But there, but there was a there was a fifth person with us. I mean, they're probably passing we, about the spot where Branch's chambers are. He's well. You guys just reached the bottom of this oh. keep tower, and there are stairs that go down further. That um, it's pretty obvious that leads to like a dungeon. Dark. Okay. I mean, is it, is this even real? I mean. We could Brandis, just leave. Brandon says, I was we here. Go somewhere else. Brandon says, I was here. There was, um... Where did he go? Yeah. I'm a dog. Brandon says, yeah, actually, in his memory in this place, does he remember where we are, like, on the map? Go ahead and roll. You should have picked up your dice. You might have told me. <laughs> 26. <laughs> He does not remember uh, a specific location in Faerun where uh, where he is, but um, he knows that it is on the outskirts of some uh, some kingdom, and that this army that is approaching uh, needs to be held off while reinforcements are, are called. Brennan says, we're here to defend against some army while reinforcements get called. And actually, did anyone recognize any insignia out there? We see, like, is it just we don't like? I, I, first, I don't remember where we are, but, but were there like flags that? Said, there were like, flags, um, and the uh, it was a, the symbols of a kingdom that uh, was completely foreign to any of you. Maybe this didn't turn out that well. <laughs> There's a reason no one's heard of that. <laughs> um, let's stay positive. Uh, the kingdom is not a kingdom anymore. Ren is usually a big fan of Brandis, and he gets along with him great, except for this is really starting to irritate him. Because bigger than me. Brandis, or because Ren Not has this... Monsoon. Yeah. So, no, but like mentally, yeah. Ren remembers everything. He's all into learning and knowledge, and he can remember his cousin Susie's barber's daughter's dog's birthday. And it bugs the crap out of him that Brandis can't come up with this stuff better. This is a long time ago. I don't wear a helmet. My <laughs> <laughs> shots right here. Lot. So. Realize that maybe he has even more stories, but he's too embarrassed to tell the ones that he can't remember the details. <laughs> maybe he, he makes, makes up, up half the details. <laughs> I mean, it's leaves it. It's becoming. I mean, we're just standing here at the top of these stairs, like between up, down, and out. Like, where are we going, Monsoon? Why are you guys waiting for me? Let's, let's go to the dungeon. Mad we're, Monsoon, we're, let's do it. Dungeon. We're finding the fifth way. Yeah, we Mad Why don't we just go, like, take off from this place? <laughs> I like it. That They're going to get suggested attacked it. tomorrow. Huge battle. We could go Fear somewhere else. The Aladdin says, what about Aurora? What about her? Where is she? There's let's another prison. Go to the prison. Maybe we'll get her. It Which could be like another soldier in no, the house or there's something. There's a reason we were we were kept when we. I don't know if a rat did it on purpose or what's going on, but for whatever reason, we all came here together. And I know that there's five of us. There were five of us on the airship, and there are five of us 
there were five of us when I remember in this battle. And maybe it's her. Ren takes his er, It's worth a shot, I guess. Zavis takes his hand and then we're out and kinda of runs his claws on his big dragonborn hands, runs his claws down the stone walls that they're, you know, circling down. And as he does so he says I think I could probably take out a couple hundred guys. Don't be upset that you're a sissy ladrin now. You just got your ass handed to you by a sissy ladrin. Yeah. Uh, 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 my, <laughs> my, my nobody got my ass handed to me by a sissy ladrin. Had I had this, I don't think it would have gone down quite that way. You're finding something, uh, some uh, race envy that you did not know about. <laughs> That Ren had. Damon is like, or Fearin is halfway down the stairs and uh, enjoying some low light vision for the first time in a while. Ren's not enjoying low light vision and stumbles around. Down the stairs. You go down the stairs, you realize that you are definitely in uh, the, the, the dungeon mm-hmm. of this keep where the lockup is. It is not very well lit, just a couple torches on the wall, and you can see the bars. One of the guard comes forward and he says, he says, Sergeant Maddock. <laughs> Maddock says, I... And he says, I, do you see the prisoner? He says, uh, uh, of course, but why do you want to see her? Brandis. He says, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to... It's curiosity. Brennan's just remembering his previous history check so, does Branch, like, we adventured with this this person? He does not remember adventuring with her. He remembers fighting in this battle with her. But but it was key that, that, that we freed this prisoner? That we freed her? Can't remember exactly what happened, but he knows that there was a prisoner, and that Brandis wanted to fight along with her, and had an argument that he won, and it was unclear went to go get her. He doesn't remember the exact events of... Uh, Brandis says... If we're to have an ice bolt's chance in hell, we need her help in the coming battle. He says, "You've got to be kidding! You can't trust them." Brandon says, "Know your station, soldier." And he intimidate Jack. What? He steps back. He steps back and he goes, "Of course, of course. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry." And he, he takes the key off of his uh, off of his belt and he says. He says, over here, he says, but be careful. He says, I've killed enough of them to know that they, we shouldn't have even locked her up. P.S. That was one of the best Nintendo checks ever. Awesome. Wow. Mad Monsoon gets... And he unlocks the door to one of the, uh, unlocks the door to one of the cells and opens it up and he sees... A dark-skinned, tall female uh, wearing rags who is chained up against the wall, shackled up against the wall. Brandis turns and says, That would be all! Continue his intimidation. I don't want him to roll again. He kind of sort of steps back and he says, Should I keep an eye on you? Um, Brandis says, um, uh, give, uh, give me the keys um, and some space. We need to negotiate with this prisoner. He says, he says, very well. And he walks away. <clears throat> Aurora sees four strange people walk into her cell. She backs away. 
She's already against the wall. She backs further against the wall. Do you have the feet back to the wall? This um, person seems frightened of you. It doesn't help. <laughs> Brenda says... Says, yeah. She's like staring at Brand says at to Brandis, weirdos. You don't wait, you should do look oh like Brandis, but you don't look like Daryl. Are, sh- are you guys saying that out loud? Yeah, yeah, yes. we're, we're squabbling in front we're of squabbling. you. Squabbling, Brandis says, They're not good at playing the roles yet. <laughs> Monsoon says, Aurora, says, Warlord, yeah. Kishali, the third. <laughs> Brenda says, "Well, call me." And she lunges forward halfway, <laughs> and then just gets stuck. <laughs> but like she, Prisoner. she forgot that she was shackled. And then it's like, ah! Brenda says, "Let me out of here." Quickly goes to uh, unlock the shackles. Uh, he does an insight check to see if this person actually is Aurora. <laughs> She's pretty good. Thirty. She reacted with the Brandis. sort of kind of uncontrolled uh, passion <laughs> that you've uh, uh, always known uh, Aurora for. And she says Brandis, which no one would know, because everyone's calling him Mansoon. That's true. Yeah. Monsoon. Alright. Good guess. So that was... And she, goes, she says, something's really wrong! Brandis. And she, she shows her hands to him. Now getting... Damn, says, she's an elf! Yes! <laughs> now getting a better look at her. You recognize her as a... Actually, Aurora recognizes what she is as she starts <coughs> looking closer, for she has fought and killed enough of these in her time, for she is in the body of a dark elf, a drow. Hot! Huh. A hot drow? Brandon says, I don't know how, down. but I remember being here. And she goes, I was here... She's covered in rags. Find you some armor in time. (laughs) (laughs) Now is not the time for jokes. I need my plate mail right now. I don't know how, but uh, but I was here, or somehow I was here before. I don't know why Wrath Wrath put us here. We've seen. Have you seen Heptos? Heptos, no. When Aurora Aurora turns to the to the dragonborn and says. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you look very different! <laughs> Not quite! Guess again! You? That's all the yeah, uh, numbers I can do. Fearing just points at uh, you, at Elijah, the Elijah, and you say Hugh. Um, Guess again! Oh my. It's awesome, isn't it? There's no doubt. <laughs> and then when Ren kind of gets a good look at her and realizes she's a drow, he looks back at uh, Brandis and says, "Too bad we don't have Ushehi here. We could, we could get some That's extra. That's not funny. We get some extra concordance right now. She she tries to hit him in the in the sh- in the like. Go ahead and punch me. It doesn't even hurt. hurt. It's like ow. Go ahead. It doesn't hurt. I'm just very hungry. I'm huge. I'm weak with hunger. Well, apparently there's going to be a big war tomorrow. So, we get to get out of here. (laughs) We are slated to do something about that. Wait, a war? Sure. What? Where are we? No one's really sure. Some country that doesn't exist anymore. What? So, war probably doesn't turn out that well. 
We so, update Aurora about the events of the last 20 minutes. Shit. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Aurora says, should we not take her to recruit and have her armed and uh, supplied for tomorrow's conflict? Are we fighting Aaron or says, running? Either way, I think we want to find a wizard who can send us back. Yeah, but also... No, but like... Yeah. No. Yeah, but do you think we should stay and... I don't know. Let's go to your room and find out information oh, about where okay, we're at. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Then, uh, so is there like so a little. pile of more rags we can give her? Yeah. Damn it! Like, where where was the prisoner's gear taken when she was captured? Suddenly, you see the walls uh, have a ghostly quaking and quivering again, as you see copies of your own bodies once again. But this time, it is uh, it is the drow who has. A small blade and is fighting, and you see her sink her blade into one of the uh, into a guard around here. As the Mad Monsoon and others come in, uh, fight, uh, exchange a couple blows as uh, Brandis punches her, knocking her to the ground, and then uh, and then restraining her, and then the vision ends. Or backs away from Brandis. We really have to go through with the vision. What? <laughs> What's wrong with you people? Brent says, I don't think, now that I remember... <laughs> we'll go ahead and roll a... Uh, yeah. uh, do I Come remember? on, Brent. Alright, no, 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 don't worry, don't worry. 22. Go human. You mean no, Aurora has not rolled a single insight check. Brandis remembers... Brandis remembers when he came down to negotiate with the prisoner... He happened to, by happenstance, come down in the middle of a jailbreak during which she killed a couple guards, or just killed a couple people yeah. that were that uh, were down here. Says, I don't think we freed you like before. Oh, <laughs> but that's not me. This is me. Well, I'm me somewhere. Yeah, but we're going to start screwing with the space-time continuum here unless we kind of do what it says. We don't have to punch you. I don't you. need to get punched in the face. We don't have to punch you, but Does we have to kind of go along with what it is, do we I recommend. To? Why? Well, well, is this real, or is this not just some weird vision dream this thing? This is ridiculous. Let's just a, get out just, of here. Yeah, meant like a dream. Like, Arath wanted to show us something. One, two, three, what back. could he accomplish by putting us in these strange bodies so long ago? It is then when you see, That's right, right. again, awesome. the walls sort of move in as the figure of Heptos is standing before you again. This time clearer than before, although clearly still just kind of like a gray, uh, ethereal figure. And he just is kind of standing Heptos. there staring for uh, uh, for a moment. Oh, I'm so glad to see you. Well, These guys look crazy. You see him look behind, and you, and, uh, you see him look behind, and, and he speaks, and he says, It's stable. I think it's stable. Princess Get Hector. us out of here! Yes, are we all just yelling into the... Hepto! Hepto! And then he looks back as soon as you talk and looks at you in the eyes. Um, and, uh... And is he only looking at me? Can we all see him? You can all see him. Hepto's... You guys are all there, kind of, you know, what the the still in the cell, in the cell. What the hell are we doing here? I need it's an exit. Daemon. My name's Spearin now. As he speaks, his voice doesn't even really come from him. It almost comes from all around you, and uh, it's kind of shifting around, and even his body just kind of moves around suddenly, uh, standing there. Lag. 
And he says, you're, you're trapped. What? Yeah. I was trapped. I'm how? free now. How do we, how do we escape? Bernie says, what did the wrath do? He says, we're working on it. What happened after we left? He said, uh, he said, you appeared to be the targets he cared about. He left. That's awesome. He's, uh, he kind of tilts his head. He says, <laughs> he says, the clock is ticking. We need you back. We've only been gone like 20 minutes. He says, did you just arrive in these bodies? Yes. Yeah. Five, he says, good, ago. good. And he kind of looks behind him again as he speaks back and he says, he says, we came to the right time. Good. What time is it? Where he says, are we... This is a memory of mine. Is it a dream, or...? He says, No, this is your memory. He says, It is not a dream. We've been trying for a month to communicate with you. A month?! We only have, like, a couple of those. We have six of them. Not five. (laughs) Awesome. Damn, it says, uh... What do we do until you get us out? He says... We are trying, he says, but the most important, and then you see him as his vision, uh, uh, his kind of, the projection of him starts to kind of falter as, like, his legs sort of disappear, and, uh, and he says, be careful! And he says, the most important thing, he says, you are in the past, you cannot change anything. This is what the crown of autumn was about. He says... Damn it. He says, yes, it was the crown. He says, and he says, there's not much time. And then his kind of head disappears for a moment. And he says, he tried to destroy you. He's tried to destroy you from the timeline. He says, but the crown is not at its full power. He said, it appears that the strength of Brandis's memory and, and history, he says, it prevented the magic. He says, I don't understand it. He, I would love to study you when you get back, but no, not time. He says, you, he says, he says, it is important that you make sure that the major events continue to happen as they happened. It could, it could destroy everything if, if you change something. So, there's a couple guards who were supposed to die. Maybe that's not a major thing. Ren picks up a chain from the ground and breaks it and says, Guess we're fighting tomorrow. Awesome. Ren says, We're already behind. Aurora was supposed to kill some people. I don't want to kill anybody. You're a drow. That's what they do. I'm not a drow! The drow you're in. Drow! 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 He says, It is important that you guys figure out. Brennis, you must remember. Remember what happened. Remember. Uh, says, remember what happened. Make sure you follow in the footsteps of what uh, of what y- these people did. He says, those who died must die. He says, those who lived must live. I don't like that. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. He says, we will try to pull you out as soon as we can, but... And then the vision fades. Well... We got a knife anywhere for you to go kill those guards with? Damn, pulls out a knife. Or uh, reaches behind her and actually... Has a knife. She does have a knife on her. <laughs> awesome. Oh, it's, it's like you were Fancy ready hat. for that prison break. 
Nice to know we are going to be fighting with such capable warriors that don't even take the prisoner's weapons away. Um, well, uh... This, it's no wonder this kingdom doesn't exist anymore. Second. Is that still there? No, he disappeared. Um, first off, uh, uh, so that was, the, was the, remember the, the whole backstory of the crown? Was the idea that he removes people from the past? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we that. got snagged. I guess everyone else remembers. We got snagged somehow. Yeah, we got snagged. Like, that's what we, that's the worst possible scenario for us and the whole world. So far, it's just us. Yeah. Brandis. Who made it? 18. Uh, for figuring out what? Um, any more of, of what we're supposed to do? Who made it? Or who made it? Like, who died? Who? Does he remember who of us died? Who, who needs to live? In other words, did some of us die? Sounds, seems likely. 18. Brandis' history. He remembers that, uh, that their job was to fight in this keep and to hold off the forces while one person, uh... One person went back to inform the kingdom of the incoming attack. Nobody else knows that this army is coming other than you at the keep. And it is coming quickly. And there is only one person who can make it back to warn the kingdom in time. Who was the person? Do you remember who the person is? It was one of the people that was killed in the attempted escape. So he got killed, and he didn't make it. He remembers, uh, he remembers that the, uh, the two guards, the two guards that you just saw get killed in this, um, in this sort of visionary, uh, escape of Aurora, uh, one of them was the prison guard standing over there in the corner, and the other one was, uh, just some guy that had come down to, uh, to speak with the guard, and it's just incidental, he wasn't, um... He wasn't supposed to be down there. Drop hitter. Apparently he was. And he was... Well, we've got to kill him now, because he's the guy that's supposed to go back and tell the kingdom, but he died in the vision. So if we don't kill him, he's going to go back and tell the kingdom that that's getting attacked. Well, I mean... didn't happen. Things have already changed, so... Nothing significant. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, is it? This is a significant event. The guy that's supposed to go warn everyone got killed originally. So if he couldn't. doesn't get killed, he'll go warn everyone. Yeah, and it'll change the massive course of history. Time for some. Time for some. So wait, let's just so we let's just wait until that guy shows back up. to the, the philosopher's temple, where he spent a lot of time among the devas there and the people speaking, and he remembers uh, talking about some of the time-altering magic that they have dedicated their lives and, uh, and everything to protect. The utmost, um, the most important thing they felt to defend was the preservation of the timeline for, you know, having it, people use dangerous time-altering magic could unravel the world. He seems to remember them talking about how time uh, had a lot of built-in ways to correct for itself and that uh, sometimes people use time-altering magic, uh, even some people use it in combat to sort of uh, you know, freeze time or rewind time by small amounts, but they aren't enough to unravel to unravel the history. It is only large events, large scale things, such uh, large scale things being undone that could cause damage. Small changes, such as you being here, talking to people differently and stuff, should uh, uh, the, the timeline should be able to correct itself. Meaning, these people will die anyway. 
No. Well, well, well like the guy, the guy. But who, us worrying about talking to those two guys up in the parapet. Well, for example, if one guy was supposed to die at your hand and instead he dies in the battle tomorrow, probably close enough. Then I don't have to kill him. Assuming he dies in the battle Instead of. Or warns the guy. Instead of running off to the people to warn them and then we have 50,000 troops show up on our side and we massacre all of the drow instead of them massacring us. Not that that's going to happen tomorrow, but it could happen tomorrow. Maybe everybody here is supposed to die. And it says, I mean, and if, if this guy gets through, then nobody here will die and all the drow will die. It seems like if it's just an issue of right or wrong, it would be much more wrong to let the, all the time unravel, right? That seems really bad. I'd like to get born. I would like to get born. This is how Arath's trying to destroy us and the whole world. Our whole world. If we fail here, we're all gone. And so is everyone else. Even though she's in a totally different body, it's a very recognizable frown. (laughs) Very well. Classic. Classic Aurora frown. Well, I guess we... So, but, uh, let's wait until the next guy comes down. And then we... What, did that already happen? The, was the idea that that prison break thing already happened? Like, did we yeah, miss she it? Was, she was locked up. Or wait, maybe... Like, are we prison like... break? Yes. Oh, we missed the prison break. It seems... Those events seem to have appeared at the same uh, time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so we're seeing... It appears you're seeing a, a you kind of a rift. You're seeing what... Actually. What actually so you happened. you have to catch up if you're going to do anything. So... It was just perhaps during her break, she killed the guy that was supposed to warn the person. She made you decide to have him battle. Let's go reinforcements. Let's, well, the guy, the guy would have been down here, right? No. So let's go talk time. to the guard and say, okay, and see who. Was I need my armor. Lines. Yes. You hear a yell come like, from upstairs, yeah. saying, "Mad Monsoon!" What? That's me. Um, and then you hear footsteps coming down the stairs. Um, Someone comes. He says, "There you are." Brennan and then he kind of you. looks over at the drow, and then kind of, kind of looks back. He seems confused, but he says, "He says a scouting party." He says, "I." He says, uh, "He says a scouting party came." He says, "They definitely know we're here." He says, "That's very unfortunate." Who was the man who we were going to send for the reinforcements? He says, he says, you know, um, what was his name? Blake. Blake Silverfoot. He says, Blake Silverfoot. He's suiting up, or he's, uh, um, he's preparing to, uh, to take off right now. He says, he says, but you were right, the scouting party. He says, they sent three groups. Our, uh, he says, our, our, our um, auxiliary uh, watch people uh, out in the woods saw them, ambushed them. He says, as you said, armies of skeletons. Mm. Or he says, scouting parties of skeletons. Says, of course I'm right, but we need to talk to Blake. He says, uh, he right. can't leave quite yet. He says, right, of course, I'll go stop him. He's in the main courtyard. And we'll continue next week. Good Good session. Real good session.